Ed, have you ever had a lollipop in your mouth while butter was in your ass? Buck is a loser. Ed, have you ever had Hard a 17-year-old live in your house? <laughs> I didn't know that there were growers and there were just stiffers. Yeah. Chris, I've never shook like that. Scotty J wants to fuck dudes. <laughs> Yeah. I'll show you some old clips of Keith Hernandez and tell me it was, it was just appearing. Future is podcast. Right. One of the rules yeah. of the porno business is never leave another yeah. man behind. <laughs> Welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode. I think Ed's supposed to talk there. No, no? that's not no. how it works. Episode <laughs> 297. Whoa. It's your idea to invite him. Of the show. No, you, you texted me and said Chris wants to do boogie. No, it's true. I was with him that night. We were, we were having booze. I am joined, as I am, each and every week by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, I'm sorry. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, Hi, Ed. There's going to be a lot of that tonight. Uh, I am also joined. Now, we have guests this week. We are doing a special episode. We're talking about Boogie Nights. A lot of people hitting me up on Twitter. It's been a big thing in the world. If you are if you exist in the realm of this show, you know that people have been crying, screaming, orgasming for us to yeah. discuss this movie. And so we're doing it today. It's me. It's Ed. We're also joined by birthday boy happy birthday mr travis rogers joins us friend of the show travel what's up i'm very excited to be here i'm very excited to talk about happy this movie birthday. thank you ed yes. i'm uh, i have a lot of things to say about this because roller girl are you saying to turn his level up no, brian no. roller girl <laughs> is a very very important character uh yeah she's fantastic yeah, uh, she is. I, I am also joined by another friend of the show so people know him we talk we have our own show where we talk bachelor the guy he's sometimes he'll show up and not have watched the bachelor sometimes mm-hmm. he'll make you fucking wait till 11 o'clock while he drives home from san francisco mm-hmm. he is he is the guy that asks for the most and gives the least of course i'm talking about mr jason stewart jason what is up my friend i could have sworn you were going to use the um the example of me texting you mid podcast once when i filled in for forgot about Daily. that you have to one tell time, the listeners one that time story. jason stewart was co-hosting with me and this is this is for the gentleman in the room as well. One time in the middle of the show, Jason and I are doing a show. We're about forty five minutes into the show, which is about halfway. And my I get a text, and normally my my phone's not even that close to me. I get a text, and I look down, and Jay Stu says, "Dude, gotta wrap up. I gotta slay some Tinder butt." <laughs> oh, that's nice. Was it nice Tinder butt? That story has been exaggerated over time. With each time, it becomes more um, gross and it's, heinous. I mean, I, that's that's how I, I recall it. I would it. never utter those last three words. That's how I recall it. I, uh, I had a date with a lovely woman that I met on a Hold on, he's got to introduce he me. took her to Pound Town. Uh, we are also <laughs> joined by, if you hear this guy's voice, I remember I played golf with this guy one time, and it was so eerie because this guy's voice is so ubiquitous on... It's so what? 
ubiquitous. That's what you were going for, yes. On LA radio, you fucking hear him every minute of every day. No, no, not me. Not me. It's you. <laughs> It's ubiquitous. Every time I hear his voice, I think Yahoo Sports Radio. He was well, Yahoo. Yeah, he, yeah. he was, he was, he was so prolific hey, on Yahoo Sports he, Radio. Hey, hey, <laughs> let's not forget. He was one of the beefy boys. Wow. <laughs> there was two beefy, beefy boys. boys reference. It was weird that they used, because he wasn't, like you knew his voice from the radio, but you didn't know who he was. And he's like, hey, I'm Chris Morales, one of the beefy boys. And it's like, well, who? Who the fuck's Chris Morales? <laughs> it's a weird, hey. I do, I'm just get, happy I shed the beefy boy image. Get in where you fit in. Chris Morales, fantastic to have you. Thank you for joining the show. How buddy. you doing, Ed? Hey, how's it going? I just want to make sure Ed was still there. Uh, it's an honor to be here. And here's the thing that's most impressive about you inviting me. Tell me. Is that I've known Travis and Jay Stu, really, for almost 20 years. That's Travis right. and I've worked with closely over the years. Right. He's never invited me to his home. No. He's never invited me past the Orange Curtain. That's true. We both live in Orange County. That's I'm in weird. North OC. He's South OC. Right. Very different. Yeah. And for him to walk into your home tonight and see me already standing here, like yeah. it's my home. Yeah. It I'm was holding alarming. a beer and my pants weren't yeah, on. It was great. The horror in his eyes was incredible it's kind of worth it because Travis is like hey Morales wants a piece of that Boogie Nights thing <laughs> and he's like what do you think and I'm like cool he's funny like let's have him on and so it was his idea to have you but then he walked in on his birthday and you could tell immediately <laughs> He had so much regret on his face. He just kind of stood there for a second and was like, what the I, fuck? I think everybody can understand what I'm about to say. Yeah. And that is that you have these little compartments in your life, right? right? You've got your work compartment, you've got your friends compartment, you've got your family compartment. And when all these things come smashing together at one point, it can be a little um, anxiety inducing, which Absolutely. is what's happening right now. Absolutely. Uh, well, it's good to have everybody here. Morales, and by the way, Jay Stu and I once went to a boxing night together. Not boxing. How'd that go? To a poker night. How'd poker. That? We went to a poker night together. Jay's and, a good uh, poker player. Yeah, he was. In West yeah, Hollywood. Yeah, Jay Stu. I almost forgot about that. He wins money yeah. playing poker. That's but, when I was a bad drug yeah, addict, yeah. though. Well, it was. What, so I, was recently, what I wanted to recently, add about, last, uh, last week or two. Allow me to add something about Travis. My poker game is boring, but no, there's something funny about Travis. In 1999, I gave <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a moniker. 20 years ago, I gave him a moniker. Sweet tea. <laughs> no, that's, that's an hour. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, no. I don't know about that. Yeah. My moniker for Travis was Whiff It. <laughs> and oh. it's an acronym for... Uh, what's in it for Travis. What's in it for Travis. Yeah. So everything you ever ask Travis... The first thing that goes into his mind is what's in it for yeah. Travis. So it doesn't surprise me that he's never invited you over to your to his home because what's in it for him? And his youngest you. son is obsessed with me. That's it's, very it's true. true. It's true. It's true. Right? He worries yeah. about you. Uh, he's concerned for your health. Speaking of that one, Ed, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, he's there. Ed, no, he's, a lot of inside baseball going on. It's okay. It's, Ed, yeah. Just listen. As I, as I like to say to them, just close your eyes. It's all going to be over in a few minutes. Ed's the voice of the listener. I remember one time somebody gave me some tickets to the angels it was like somebody that I do business with and yeah. they're like hey here's these tickets and it was the angels were playing the Yankees and it was like Diamond Club it was like right by the field and I'm like these things are worth some money I'm probably going to sell them I go hey Trav do you think it would be bad form of me to sell these tickets that somebody gave me and Trav's like I'll go <laughs> <laughs> 
There were good seats. Yeah, so we went to the game. It was yeah, pretty fun. It was fun. Uh, okay, we're talking about Boogie Nights. A lot going on in this movie. It is... I, so I watched it last night. Did everybody watch it? I watched, watched half yeah. of it today. Yes. I, I honestly didn't have to watch it. You've watched I, it so many I've times. I've seen it 50 oh, yeah. times. Jason got very mad at me. My, my, my reservation, we've done some movies. Travis, Jason, we've all done some movies. Mm-hmm. And it, the kind of thing is, they're usually at least partially shitty. And... When there was uh, talk about this one, I said, "Well, I don't want it to turn it's into a Chris Farley show." Yeah, because this it's is going a perfect to. movie. And then Jason comes hard at me on uh, Twitter <laughs> and goes, "You couldn't be more wrong." Yeah, Ed. <laughs> it's the best movie. What? You're agreeing with him. What? Yeah. I mean, what? Yes, but I played it off well, right? It's great. So I obviously read your tweet wrong, and I reacted yes. in a violent way. Yes. And you apologize. Your response was, "But I said it was perfect." And what my response was, which is pretty Johnny on the spot, I, I must admit, was. You're underselling it. It's better than perfect. Well, no. I, sa- I saved myself. That if way. I may, it's safe. If I may, Jason is a. Pre- I think anybody that's a regular consumer of this podcast yeah. knows Stu's personality yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And there's only a, a handful of lanes where he gets like aggressively opinionated on things and yeah. pornographic movies <laughs> or movies true. about porno is his lane. Yeah. Now, are you? Is that? Does that mean you're a big porno guy? Oh yeah, sure. he's like. Yeah. You probably have heard the the phrase ATM, and I'm not. I'm not going to. Where you get the money? Right. I'm not. No, not that. Well, sort of. Yeah. Well, some kind of money. I'm not going to stoop to the level of explaining ATM. Well, no, I don't know what that means. I knew what it was. I don't know what that means. But Jay Stew. What does it mean? Asked to mouth. But Jay Stu. You know, so I had that happen once and I was. Yeah, oh out. my God. Oh, it's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. <laughs> Jay Stu introduced me to the term no hands yeah. ATM, which is. Because you don't, a, you don't n- want them to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. No hands. <laughs> Good night, everyone. So, I might leave now. That was, that was the moment. We're talking about Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights came out in 1997. <laughs> It's a period drama. Is it? It's a period drama. Written, produced, and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Weirdo. And what I... To just cap sort of what Ed was saying, I watched it last night. I hadn't seen it in a while. And it is a fucking masterpiece. It is so fucking good. And I saw... That it it didn't win any Academy Awards, but it got a nomination, and, yeah. it, and it, it lost Best Original Screenplay. And do we? Does anybody want to wager a guess what it, won? This was it ninety seven? This is like Saving so Private 90, Ryan. It's or a nineteen ninety eight Academy Awards writing category. Oh, is this going to be Titanic or something? You're pretty close. It was. That's the same year, but that didn't win Screenplay. Screenplay went to Goodwill Hunting. Well, I mean, you know. Travis is dropping ice. This, by the way, this, that's that sound you hear is Travis dropping ice. Bo- Boogie Nights. I would not. I, I would not only argue is the best written movie of 1997. It's among maybe the top six or seven written movies yes. in the history of film. It is so well. The dialogue, the story, everything about it, the pacing. Unbelievable, fantastic movie. They should I mean, have done Boogie Nights with Boston accents and got it. <laughs> and Mini Driver. But I mean, you have sure. to admit, there's a. Not only should he have gotten a, a writing and directing Oscar, but the performances 
right? The performances right. of every major right. actor in this film right. sh- should have won an award. And I'm gonna I'm gonna um, tap into Paul Thomas Anderson himself. I read this recently. Uh-oh. He describes this movie Ooh. perfectly. Because when I tell people this is my favorite movie <laughs> yeah. of all time and they haven't mm-hmm. seen it, this yeah. is basically what basically what, how I respond. You, are you you're setting up to read something? No, he's reading. It's, yeah. 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 Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson. I don't, yeah, okay. don't want to get it wrong. Okay, it, it's a yeah. perfect summary. Okay, uh, incredibly funny. One second. Um, then incredibly exciting and exhilarating, and then incredibly depressing, up and down, just like watching porn. It, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, mm, that was, I got that. Yeah, I, got that. I get depressed after yeah. I watch porn. Yeah. Uh, a lot Ed, of how about, do. Ed, a lot do you of... get depressed after no. you watch porn? <laughs> I feel a little bummed out. When yeah, I'm Ed with the cleanup. Ed only oh. watches. <laughs> Ed only watches girl on girl and or solo. I like seeing the apple bag. Yeah, he doesn't it like balls. He doesn't like balls. Uh, this <laughs> so the, the film the film premiered at at the Toronto Film Festival 1997. Hey. Came out October 10th 1997, garnering critical praise. Nominated for three Academy Awards, including Best Original Screenplay, Best Supporting Actress for Julianne Moore, who lost two. Mini Driver. Helen Hunt for As Good As It Gets. Oh, oh my God. Best, oh, best Supporting Actor for Burt Reynolds. I yeah. can't remember who he lost to, but his... Oh, Jay Sue's going to look it up. Don't his worry. performance was masterful. Ed, do you know? No, no, I, I have the wrong... Uh, now, I was thinking it might be Michael Caine when he beat the Sixth Sense Kid. That's like a year or two later. Yes, actor Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting. That's a pretty good performance. Yeah, but that was a good I one. mean, he did die after all. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, he died like last year. Yeah, but still, yeah. he died. Well, I, would, I would say two things when you're talking about awards. First of all, this movie is a reason why casting should be an Academy Award. Totally. The casting of this movie Amazing. is probably as good as it gets. And uh, also, underrated the score not not yes i mean the it's sound, amazing soundtrack is great because it's like all these you know cool 70s songs that put you in a mood but michael penn sean's right. brother does that sad broken circus music that like really oh, brings right. you down it's it's a good score also, now, also played the engineer in yes. the fucking infamous oh. you got the touch recording sessions sounds, sounds to me <laughs> now is that score playing when they're in the truck Travis. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's true. it is right. Oh, yeah, the we'll, we'll, we'll get to the truck because that might be my favorite scene. So, uh, and I've been on both sides of that scene. But just, just just another Michael Penn Ooh. note. Michael Penn married to Amy Mann. That's right. Who did the uh, soundtrack of for Jason Stewart? Well, the soundtrack for Paul Thomas Anderson's next movie, Magnolia. Yeah. Tom Cruise was all it. Amy Mann. So oh. yeah, that's, that's that's also a very good movie. Keep that in mind. And John Bryan, who did the score. Okay, uh, that's like a the, Friday fact. Wow. We're getting a Friday fact. Yeah, on but Friday the Friday night. fact are funny um, <laughs> the plot in 1977 how much more are you going to read before we just get into it I'm just giving no, setting people up I've, not, I, I've, I've only listened to a few wine, Eddie Adams is a high school dropout now hold please. on it says living with his stepfather I always thought oh. that was his dad no there's no reason I to believe his he's his dad was the broken dude yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a this I is mean, a Wikipedia shave, shave if you're going to do that everybody knows the story of this movie how much do you guys want it so rotten tomatoes tomato meter 93 percent certified fresh 89 percent with the audience what was the budget of boogie nights you ask 
15 million dollars what was the box office gross international or domestic 43 million dollars i honestly i'm surprised at the audience score and that how could I it th- be lower it should I be 100 percent. that would alienate a lot of people on the content like it's a very uncomfortable movie to watch a lot of people don't like porn as much as other people. I, the eighty-nine percent surprising. I'm I, glad. I feel like the porn though is ancillary, <laughs> right? It's just there's the, actually very like, little right. porn in the movie. I don't like well, war. I mean, the, but I like Saving Private Ryan. The Dirk platoon. The, the Dirk scene out of the gate. I mean, that's a long scene. If you don't like porn, to watch that and it's very yeah. intense. Yeah. The opening scene with uh, fantastic. Hold on, we'll get to that. Okay, so the movie yeah, opens. Sorry, I got to so get one, back to the, the script. I, I saw. <laughs> yes, Ed. Um, I, I heard an interview with uh, Anderson, and he said when when he was selling the movie or talking to the studio, he said, "I just want you to know, I'm doing an NC-17 movie and I'm doing a three-hour movie." Yeah. And the guy's like, "You got to pick one of the two." He's like, "If you do NC-17, Blockbuster can't have this movie." Oh right! So you, you forget you how long ago it was. Pick one or the other, and uh, and so he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll trim it just so it can be just an R." So it was intended on being a lot more porn to it, a lot more fucking. By the way, Jay Stu was getting dick. a beer there. That was that sound, Ed. Yes. Do you uh, guys not recognize the sound? Because Travis and I, we're radio professionals. We're like, what's going on? I know. I know. <laughs> it sounds it, like a Guatemalan child is running is, around in the is, room. It is what it is. So the, so the movie opens, San Fernando Valley, oh. 1977. I dare you to find a more depressing phrase in the history of the English language. <laughs> we're at Hot Tracks. It is a sick bar. Jack Horner's there, Burt Reynolds, Amber Waves. Oh, despite, oh. Opened by one of the great character actors. Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman hits his club, Maurice's club. At one point, he's walking through the club and he's like, he tells some chick, he's like, hey, me and you, we'll take a picture later. No, you're right. (laughs) Do do people often ask to take a picture with the manager of a bar? Hey, can I get a picture? Back then. This was before selfies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a selfie. I have a question about tracks. Hot tracks? Yeah, Yeah, the the, the club. And, And... I, I understand that, like, for instance, the good Philistine where he takes them through the basement and through the kitchen and they mm-hmm. come up and they yeah. sit at the table. The Copa. That, that yeah. he's a big deal, right? right. That, that he's someone, an important person. Is this, is the tracks just a club where all of the San Fernando pornographers collect and hang out? Or is this a nightclub where people go and yes. he just recognizes yes. Jack Horner? No, well, he, Jack Horner comes there. And he's a big deal. With his crew. So it's like, there was a lot of people in the business at Hot Tracks. Yeah, but it's the Valley. Okay. The Valley, nineteen seventy-seven. I mean, that part of yeah. the Valley was popping back then, Travis. Well, I mean, can I tell a quick story, Jay? And, and you and I experienced this together, are Jason you, are and you I. Gonna, and Chris, you too. Are you going to read it off your phone? No. Okay. No. All right. So when we all worked at Premier, which was in the San Fernando Valley, right on the corner Sherman of, Oaks of Ventura and Spolvita Boulevard. Is that Ventura? Or something? Yeah, it's a pit pit. No, and, and, and there was a subway that was Over right near down the Galleria. The street. Yeah, uh, it was on the uh, the other direction away yeah. from the Galleria yeah. towards Studio City. Yeah. Right. I know and, the Galleria. And well, there was a subway that we used mm-hmm. to go walk down and get a sandwich from periodically. Mm-hmm. Or was it Togo's maybe? Mm-hmm. No, it was, it was a subway. It was a subway. Oh, Togo's does a so good was sub. Togo? There was Togo's a does a good sub. porno casting place no, that right was the subway. Next, well, maybe it was the subway. It was, it was a subway. It was, it was a sandwich. Subway's trash. And it Easy. was a, a porno casting place right next to Subway. And so you'd be sitting in there getting your foot-long BMT and all of a sudden the, the the 
actresses would just come in to get a quick cold cut combo. It was very, very surreal Mm -hmm. to be sitting there having your sandwich, and all of a sudden, the actresses in these movies would just be regular human beings. It's new meaning to the 12 inch spicy Italian. There it is. Was was Jason Stewart, who um, spits hot game throwing it at the no. porno no, sluts we that on. were no, no. no. you weren't spitting game that because no. you must be spitting game these days i don't yeah. uh, i don't spit good game in person oh, you don't oh i'm pretty good more of a tinder line. guy yeah no line. yeah i get that i but get that l- l- you're more l- about the written yeah. word let me uh adds a little bit of context to hot tracks if we're yes. going to talk to the few listeners that haven't seen the movie that are waiting to watch it. Yeah. You're going to uh, want to watch it first. Stop the show right now. I think. Go spend three hours yeah. watching Boogie Nights and then it's come back. Long. Yeah. But two Luis hours. Guzman, I think, um, likes entertaining and catering to Burt Reynolds' character. Good point. Yeah. This is a good point. Because as the stereo owner says later in the movie, he brings a lot of ass yes, into hot that's trap. True. I believe he uses the P word. That's true. Yeah. Yes. It brings a lot of pussy. Right. Oh, I didn't want, I'm a professional. I didn't want to say it. But also, also Maurice, it's a big deal to him. It's a through line throughout the movie. He wants to be in. He wants to be in a movie, which to me is interesting. He gets his chance. He, he, I don't think there's a real big barrier to entry. Well, there's to one. joining the pornography. But let me there's ask you one. Right. Have you guys seen another big right. one that I that I'll never get past? Right. Right. That's that's now, Ed, yeah, I, yeah. Ed's, Ed's my favorite guy on this podcast. Yeah, he's great. Ed, he's great. And have you seen the outtake though, where he is he is trying to do it? Oh, oh no! And Heather and Heather Graham is predominantly topless in that babe. scene. She is such a babe. It's actually the best scene if you're looking for that sort she of action. Is such a babe. And he's opening up to why he can't get it up. Basically, it's one. It's on the outtakes of the DVD. It's it's one of the best scenes. The funny thing is, is the outtakes are actually critical to the story. I don't know why they yeah. cut them because it was it's, already it's, three hours two hours long. and fifty three minutes. But at that point, I mean, yeah. why not just throw <laughs> yeah. in another? Did it trim something? We might have to do a, just a an, an outtakes, outtakes pod. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but well, Chris, Ed. Will Ed be on there for that? Of course. He's okay. here every time. How you doing, Ed? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think Chris brings up a good point in that in real life porn, I don't I don't think men are appreciated enough for their performance. I mean No, it's a hard job. Keeping it up. No, I don't watch men in porn. And this yeah. was well before yeah. Viagra. Travis's yeah. face is amazing. Yeah. I need a picture of that. This yeah. was a skill set. Totally. Being able to perform every single scene. That's not something to dismiss. Oh yeah, I can go again. Do you want me to do it again, Jack? Yeah, that's the best. When he when he's just yeah. uh, boom, I can he do just, it again. Yeah. I mean, it's been an intense twenty well, minutes. It feels yeah. like he's going forever. He's giving Amber waves everything. He's he's like you've already you've already done it tonight a couple a times. times. Well, no, that, yeah, a five or a ten. Can you do it? Can you do it again? I like you to got use ten the, bucks. Now, Ed, do you remember what a five is for? To sh- well, yeah. if you want to see me jack off, it's ten. If you just want to look at it, it's yeah. five. That's yeah. a good job, Ed. I like it. Imagine having something that you could just show to people, and they would give you five dollars just and, to look at it. And and am I just looking at it, or am I jacking off while a, I look at this it? This is a 1977 five dollars. So that's, yeah, that's like, like that's fifty. A, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good money. money. Yeah, but I would I would honestly never wear pants. Yeah, I was true. Wa- if well, I was that big, you want to have the element of surprise. <laughs> That's a joke you've been telling for years. You know, who the, you know who the first choice was for this movie? To, oh, don't, don't tell me! Don't tell me to play. Okay, to don't play, tell Dirk, me. To play Nin- Dirk. Nineteen ninety eight, <laughs> I'm gonna say who was big then. Nineteen ninety seven. Who? Kevin Costner. 
as Dirk? I'm asking. I don't know. Oh. I'm taking a guess. Oh, Ed's got the answer? Yeah, Ed. But you don't he know was, the answer, Brian? He was, so so the, the other day, I've seen this movie enough that I know the dialogue. I watched the director's commentary, so I heard Paul Thomas Anderson talking about yeah. it. He was the co-star in Basketball Diaries with Leo. Mark Wahlberg. Leo. Leo. And Leo chose to do Titanic. Titanic. It's a pretty big hit. And and think about the um, think about the careers that were involved here. What would have happened to DiCaprio if this was the movie he chose over I, Titanic? I think I, I mean, yes, that made him a superstar. I think he would have pulled it off. Same. I don't know what would have happened with Wahlberg. Good point. Oh, he would have disappeared. He would have been B movie guy. Oh, yeah. He would have been B movie guy. Yeah. He would do movies like that. And do you know that uh, Don Cheadle uh, was a second choice? Fantastic. He wanted actor. Samuel L. No, that's oh. think about Samuel no, L. Jackson. How no. much he would have ruined Cheadle's that part. Perfect. And, Cheadle's and Sam, Jackson, Sam Jackson told him because this was another thing he talked about. He said, "I just don't get it." Yeah. Like. Unless it's Tarantino, he doesn't get anything. His movies are terrible. Also, he's way too old. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Sam he Jackson was 40 is years in old. 13 movies a no, year. He was, yeah. he was, what, what do you mean he doesn't get it? Yeah, he was, but none of them. He, he shows working, up in everything. He's not working at a record store in he, any of them. He was so. 50 right. years he, old. He says yes. He yeah. He says yes to everything. Right. And it just works out when it's Tarantino. Every other movie is some terrible, like, buddy cop movie with Eugene Levy. <laughs> Good job, Ed. Uh, Can Ed and I do a podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Just Ed we'll, and Chris? We'll have you back on. Okay. Um, so you get introduced. <laughs> he does a good job with the opening scene because you get introduced to everybody. You go around the club. And I don't know, Stu, Trav, I know it's your birthday. This is a little before your time. Chris, you're quite a bit older than these guys, obviously. Okay. Is this. I look older. Is Hot Tracks what what was known in your time as a disco? I'm just going to guess. Now, I know a lot about music. I don't know if that's why you made that reference. Or is it I look like I'm 70? Oh, right. (laughs) I think it's my kids. And I've lived a hard life, Eddie. (laughs) So, Hot Tracks was the place to be. There were a lot of those in the valley. Right. And again, that is the way. And again, as a music guy, what makes this soundtrack so special is when the music kicks in and where. Mm-hmm. When that scene opens up and Boogie Nights hits, that song, it just, mm-hmm. it's, per, it, no, I don't know if you could pick another song that really sums up what that time was. Totally. And how amazing that was. And then Jack's ordering the 7 Up. Yes. Did, oh, uh, he, he orders the 7 Up. Yeah. He orders yeah. the 7 Up. Yes. Amber gets, Amber gets a, a margarita. margarita. Yeah. What's that, Ed? Go ahead, Ed. Seven Up still exists. Yes, I, yeah. I, yeah. I only drink it when I get the flu. Sprite just kind of dominated the market on that. Who did? Oh, so, and Seven Up's so superior to Sprite. Yeah, it's it ridiculous. Jay Stu, you it big is, Sierra Mist guy? Feel like Sprite just kind of took over. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it definitely did. Well, it's big. It's got uh, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, say anything. So you get you get introduced to everybody in the. <laughs> you get introduced to. By the way, hold on, time oh, out. We're gonna do a sidebar. We're not even past the first scene. Ed's not here to see this the 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 bar that uh yeah <laughs> that brian has it's the oddest i've been looking at it for the last 10 minutes yeah. the oddest mix of alcohols <laughs> i've ever seen so hold on just hold on hold on a second the only one i drink is back and what to the you? left this, hold is, on, this is brian this Gold is Gold brian beckner's bar back and to the and left so there's an amazing no, bottle just, of elijah craig and then yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. And I'm an, al- <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. I am an alcoholic, and I've never heard of most of these things. Hold on. There, there's a bottle of tequila. Oh, hold on. No, we're not doing my fucking bar on this show. Okay. What's Raynell's? That's cognac. That's I cognac. can see it from here. Um, so the, you get introduced to everybody at the bar. I particularly like um, Buck, who he's like, hey, 
cowboy. He's he's debuted <laughs> okay. his cowboy can look. I, he wants I, to know if Maurice likes I, it. The, very clearly, we get a very good sense of Buck's deal. He, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's searching. He's a searcher. Buck is a loser. <laughs> and see, the, pro- the, 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 the problem with Buck is... He's Buck, the best guy in the movie. Buck, yeah. Buck is a combination of a lot of things. He's really stupid. Yeah, he's, he's he lacks he's, he lacks confidence. He's earnest. He's earnest, which yeah. and I'm assuming in that business is the thing you don't want to be. That's right, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, but he's trying to get and, out of that and, business, and he's desperately seeking approval. Which yeah. in that in that business, especially in his role in that business, yeah. is one thing. You yeah. just need to be what your look is far less important <laughs> than what it is you're bringing to your scene. Your so your your look, whether it's as a pharaoh or a cow. Boy, or whatever it is, is not nearly as important as what you are bringing to every. Now, would this have been around the time of the urban cowboy? Was that why yeah, the cowboy yes, was in? Yeah, so, for sure. Paul yeah. Thomas Anderson wrote this. Oh, Ed's, Ed's going to be doing the the director's commentary the whole yeah. time. Yeah, uh-huh. he just said. I just think the concept of a black cowboy is funny. It is. And that's why I wrote it. He wasn't, he wasn't wrong. It's the only reason. <laughs> Ed, Ed, Ed right now, I think, is for the next two hours in our tight 90. It's gonna be, uh, Ed's going to play the part of the guy that read the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I read the yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they didn't, you know, yeah. Never the, uh, seen it. Don't care. Uh, English accents. So anyways, hard pass. But while and dragons. Yeah. While we're on uh, the, I mean, this movie launched so many careers. The one uh, career it didn't launch <laughs> was Nicole Ari Parker. Oh, should have. She's the hottest. It she's the hottest have. chick in the movie. She's really hot. Yeah. She went nowhere. Who after is crazy? I'm sorry. Who is Becky, Becky Barnett? Becky Barnett. Becky Barnett. Oh, Chocolate Love. Yeah. Yeah. No, but oh, she was in a few things. She's been in some TV stuff. Yeah. No, she's banging. She's gorgeous. Yeah, some character hot. acting, but she did not take off. Big chocolate titties. Okay. Big. Brian. Big. Brian, we're professionals. What? I'm just saying. That's what they are. And there's uh, an amazing part of her in the outtake, too, where she's getting she's getting hit pretty hard by the guy who ended up getting, dying. The guy who was in The Shield. I'm sorry to go off the bank. Oh, Michael Chiklis. No, no, no. The oh. black guy who was in The Shield, who was the cop who was gay undercover. Remember? Mm, nope. If you didn't watch The Shield, he mm. ended up dying. He killed his family and then killed himself. Oh, I remember that. He was like the husband. Husband. Not in the movie, because in real life? Yes, in oh. real life. He oh. is the husband to Becky Barnett in the movie. If you remember their wedding. Shut the And then he's beating up. the shit out he's, of her in an, out, in an outtake. He's a regional and, manager over at Pet yes. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> but he's beating yes. her up in That's one scene. And then Dirk <laughs> is going to save her. That's why Dirk's Corvette is all banged up. That's one of the outtakes. I'm really yeah. passionate about this Are for some reason. Are you fucking kidding? He, he said so, he so, cut hold that on. scene because it was so depressing. It was depressing, Ed. And Ed, it is good to hear your voice oh yeah it's good to have ed here you know what's great about that we've established our lane so ed is the guy that read the book and morales is the guy that's seen the (laughs) (laughs) outtakes and the rest of us will talk about the movie (laughs) good job so it's you get you get a sense of who everyone is in this first scene and particularly roller girl who who what is Aperol? Oh my God! What's oh, Aperol? This is also a Spectre's Aperitif. It's an aperitif. <laughs> I, do, is it bad that I know all these things That's the second you, he picks them up? Aperol is what you make a uh, Negroni with. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh. Or a Campari. A little, little club yeah. soda. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, what else you want? So, <laughs> you get a sense that Roller Girl is not working on her PhD thesis. <laughs> she has to be told to go pee. Um, <laughs> 
No, she says, what's going on down there? Yeah. Is what Amber is says. grabbing her. herself? Yeah, she's like grabbing she's, herself. She's like a six-year-old. Okay, yeah. the, the, uh, well, good, well, yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait until we get what's to the What's going on down there? I, I got to pee. Yeah, yeah it could, could be something else. Um, oh. and, but but oh. we're also introduced to the bus boy. Oh, yeah. Eddie Adams Ed, from Torrance? Eddie Adams. And this isn't really explained, and maybe it's in the outtakes or the director's cut, but... Jack Horner spies him from across the disco and actually zeroes in on him. He recognizes something. Now, this is my question to the group. Does he recognize a certain charisma in Eddie Adams? No. Or has he been tipped off? Hey, that busboy over there has a 13-inch fucking horse dick. Guzman, Guzman must have tipped him off. Right, Maurice, right? yeah. Well, That's I, one of his employees. Right. Well, how would he have seen it? What he knows about the 510 action going on. Oh, He's right. probably getting yeah. a cut. Yeah, he gets a taste. Probably, that's yeah. a good point, yeah. Travis. Yeah. I, I would argue that there's an alternate explanation as to why Jack Horner is so quick to zero in on Eddie Adams. Jack Horner's a predator. Oh, right, right. Okay, here you no, go with no, your liberal he's terms. No, no, Jack Horner. He's a businessman. Jack Horner is a predator. Yeah. He, he, he very clearly can identify the weak one in the herd and very quickly realizes that, that is a vulnerable young man and exploits him very quickly. Yeah. One yeah. thing that isn't, yeah, in the two and a half hours of this movie, one thing that's never made clear is is Jack Horner sexual? No. Where, no, where he's does not. he no. lean? He's not. No. He, he stays right he's, down the middle. He's with Amber, but I don't yeah. think he's physically oh, no. with Amber. Oh, no. He's yeah. the husband and to her wife, but they live in, you know. So let, all right. Since, since, since it's come up, let's jump to it it's very quickly. Up. Yeah. That Eddie Adams, it's established in the opening scene, is 17 years old. That's an issue. Not for old Jack. Piece of, uh, what does he say? Piece of magic? P- yeah. Piece of gold. Yeah. Piece of gold. Piece of gold. And then we know that Roller Girl is in high school because we see her in the scene where she skates right. out of the classroom. Could be 18. And she yet, could be 18. And yet, she could be. Yeah. And yet she's living in Jack's house, which right. means, best case scenario, she's a runaway. Yep. Living These in Jack's house. Eddie Adams yeah. is a 17. Jack Horner yes. is a predator. Ed, have you ever had Hard a 17 year old live in your house? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, okay. no, but uh, I, I did just look up Becky Barnett. Yeah. She, I don't watch this show, but she's been on 30 episodes of Empire. So maybe she does have oh, some. Sh- oh, Let me tell you who doesn't watch Empire. Travis Rod. Those, anyway. that's true. Those, those titties could be on a hundred episodes of M. What is it with you and Briar. the titties? Why do you keep saying the words? I mean, they're titties. gorgeous. Have you seen them? I, better than Heather Graham. Beautiful. Um, but I, I, on the same, on par. By on the par. way, by the way, I, I look at Jack Horner in a different light. Uh, Travis sees him a predator. Yeah. Yes. I see him like this. If you sat down today and watched a Clippers game with Jerry West, he's just looking at a different game. I mean, he's seen so much. He's experienced so much. <laughs> Jack Horner could spot a porn star from the other side of the room. I, I mean, that's that, a good. That's, I like that that's point. That's what it was. Because I don't want to think of Jack Horner as a bad thing. He's a he's a blessing to these people's lives. He's uh, he's helping people. He's helping. He, well, Does it look well? First of all, he's got I'm an amazing skipping. red and blue jumpsuit. Yes, no, he's, he's a very uh, dashing. His house older is a great is a great valley Ooh, house. That, That's what Jackie's on. house is for. Hold exactly. on a second. Yes, <laughs> that, I don't want to jump ahead here, but at one point they're like, 
Have you seen Jack's Amber house? Amber says that, and when, then and then you go to his house, and it's like a it's like a little bit better than average. No, 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 sub- no. suburbs home, track home. Yeah. Like well, it's, it's not, a house in Sherman Oaks. Yes, no, it's, well, yes, yes, that yeah. is a classic valley. Amazing backyard. It's, great pool. Great one story track. Would love that house. house. Yeah. Would love that house myself. Is it? But how, is it a receipt? It's a nice pool. It's receiver. probably yeah, it's like Receda Woodwind Hills. That whole area. The one problem is they're out of limes. Which you know, they, you should go to the. He, lines, says gonna, Jack. he says they're going to go to the store tomorrow. Yeah. Give me that bottle, by the way. Oh, now, see, geez. this is a normal bottle you would see at a bar. Ed, they're they're uh, they're exchanging bottles. This is your turn to talk. No, oh, no, no, no. We got we're oh. still on the first scene of Come the on, movie. Ed. We haven't even got yet. We're still on the first scene. Travis needs ice. Travis needs ice in his drink. Uh, okay, another character and sort of an ancillary character, but an important character that we get introduced to in the first scene. Little Bill. Oh boy. Now, Little Bill is this is this I need to put out to the group because for a long time growing up, some of my favorite baseball players, Frank Thomas, he was called the Big Hurt. And I, I thought to myself, well, they just call him that because he's a big dude. And <laughs> and then also there was this guy, Randy Johnson, and they called him the big unit. And I was like, oh, well, they that's doesn't maybe because his name's Johnson. They call him that. But it turns out now in th- that I'm 40 years old, I realize it's because these guys had giant cocks that they had that name. <laughs> the big unit is called that because he has a fucking huge unit. Do you remember Travis Hafner from the Cleveland Indians? Pronk? <laughs> Pronk. Pronk. He was half project, half donkey. Yes, because his dick was so big. So... I'm, wa- I'm wondering. Well, I don't know if that's on. true, but, but I just know on. that they called him. They also, just keep in mind, nicknames. Also, you have giant guys named Tiny. Right. You have Tiny Lester. Fucking Lester, Ed. The yeah. dude from uh, Friday. So, so I put this to you, Ed. Does Little Bill have a massive cock? I mean, Macy's got big dick energy, so I'm going to say he's packing. He's packing. But yeah, but then why is he not fucking her? He did, but then again, his wife is not into it. Well, no. he's he's really into his work. He's got to call Rocky. He's got to call Kurt. <laughs> Kurt. He's got to he's got to call all those guys. It's like Kurt Longhorn is his full yeah. name or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Everyone everyone knows somebody in the office that really sweats the details and the budget. Um, Annie Z is that person at Fox Sports, and oh that's really God. inside how baseball. Really? How are you? But I mean, yeah, this is not he, helping. He's the guy at the party that comes up and talks shop. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you, you really talking shop right now? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You're, are you really asking really me if we could bag. afford the, uh, yes. the the fluffer on the second scene of? Uh, good of point. That's scene? a good point. Like, they're, they're sh- they should be having. Guy. They're at a disco. Yes. Let's talk shop. But, disco. But then later, when Kurt wants to talk shop with him, don't yeah. say fluffer. And his wife's getting plowed on the driveway. On the driveway, he doesn't want to talk shop. And the cr- the classic well, scene is his defense. <laughs> he was a little distracted. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dick in her ass. No, There's an ass in her. My wife's got an ass in her dick. Right. That's not the line. What is it? What is it? An ass in her dick. That's the line. So, but why didn't they edit that out? Why didn't they redo it? No, because they did it. Because it's funny that way. It's perfect. But do you think that was planned? Was that scripted? I think it was planned. Ed, you watched the director's cut. Planned. You read the book, Ed. Ed? Planned. (laughs) Planned. I I will add one last directory commentary (laughs) thing. Uh, When Cheadle's selling the dude the... uh, High five. TK421. He's getting, you're getting twice the base. That dude was the original Dirk Diggler. This started off as a short story, short film. Oh. The Dirk Diggler story, it was like a, a Spinal Tap ish 
half hour mockumentary. Amazing. Amazing. And that was the original dirt. I bet he's so pissed right now. Yeah, at least he's in the movie. Yeah, I guess. Thanks, Ed. Um, so they bounce back to uh, to. We're coming back to Little Bill because I have thoughts. Well, right? let's talk let's about just Little go. Bill. Let's just, We're just yeah, go we don't, we don't have to go chronological. Okay. okay. Yeah, so the, yeah. the problem with Little Bill is this: is that Little Bill is a cuckold. Whoa. And, and, and little Bill is dealing. Hey, with some raise stuff. your hand if you thought Travis Rogers knew what that word was, because I'm I, my hands down. I read books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he, he's the, and, and clearly he's been. This is something that he's become accustomed to, and he's dealing with it, and he's dealing with it. And that scene that you're talking about in the driveway, he just kind of goes about and gets ready for whatever it is that's coming next in his life. And yet on New Year's Eve, when he catches her, that's the final straw. Right. You would have thought that he's pushed. And, and, and he's that, pushed. but but that was the in a bedroom, you know, off on the side of Jack's house, as opposed to in the driveway with a, with an audience, movie, with an audience both on the on the ground and then on the patio and the deck right. above, yeah. right on the on the balcony, I should say. And yet that was the time he decided to kill both of them and then himself. Interesting, kind of selfish, a little bill to ruin New Year's Eve for everybody else. <laughs> that was, yeah, was fucked. Yeah, wasn't that kicking off the the nineteen eighties, seventies going? Yeah. Yes, 80s, that, so. kind of it's, a bad guy. Was, That's a great point, Travis. Yeah, it was. It was a metaphor. Wasn't there a towel underneath? There was, there was a, a tarp. No, there was, was a tarp. tarp. Was it a tarp or a towel? I there think was it a, might be a towel. I saw a blue tarp. Yeah. That's perfectly it didn't acceptable. Look cushy. No, well, a tarp no. you can just hose off. Well, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good. point. Also, um, because of the wonder of Amazon Prime, um, I'm not a director's cut guy, and I haven't watched the outtakes. I did do a click up on that scene, and the guy that was pumping Little Bill's wife in that scene <laughs> married to Jesse Spano. Oh, really? Sure. Husband, <laughs> husband, IRL husband to Jesse Spano. Now, from Saved by the Bell. What is the. Now, that's a porn star, though. What's her name? Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley, mm-hmm. yeah. That's an actual porn star. Of course. Right of course she is. I, I was under the assumption she was like, this was her move to get out of porn. But then I looked her up, like, no, she just went right back into porn. Now, Ed, I'm half Italian. Now, you're supposed to ask which half. I'll tell you which half. Um, <laughs> he also has in this bar an odd bottle of Sambuca. Sadly, I'm all Irish. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. We're drinking some Jameson here tonight just for you. But there is a bottle of Sambuca. In Brian Beckner's I've bar, never seen, I've never seen that before in my life. I've never, right. That's the first I've seen that sambuca. You got to get some coffee beans to and, float in that. Yeah, exactly. I haven't had sambuca. I might is have that some a of that. Liqueur? That's yeah. a liqueur. It's a liqueur. It's, it's, it's black liqueur. liqueur. It's a digestive. <laughs> yeah, black licorice. <laughs> oh yeah, we. I digress. Uh, okay, flavored. So Eddie, proper terminology. Eddie Adams from Torrance. Yes. He he connects eventually. He goes back to uh, Jack Horner's place. Mm-hmm. But but let's let's get into the geography real fast. Yeah. Uh, most of the country doesn't understand this, and a lot of our listeners are from you know. Houston. Are they? This is this is. You about to do some Karate Kid geography? It's real. It is important though. This is but very important. Eddie Adams from Torrance, he buses yeah. to Reseda to it's, work. It's thirty miles, and even in, I mean, especially in the seventies. Yeah. Um, I just can't imagine that being a practical or even a logical decision. Why? Why would you? Why would you bust? Because he's because never been shown attention. No, Look at his mom. no, no. His mom hits him up. Hey, why you're a f- why you're right. working at that bar? Why don't you and work a at a bar wash. around? And here? by the way, by yeah. the time this has happened, Jack has told him he's a piece of gold. Yep. World War Girls giving him a blowjob. Yep. They had breakfast at uh, at Dupars, which I would yes. guess is the Dupars in either Studio City or Woodwind Hills right. at that point. Yes. Very inside yes. the valley. I love it. Yeah. 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 
So he's been treated like he's loved. And also, why wouldn't you go there? Also, he's no, 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 he's, no. He was not loved. I'm saying he chose to do the uh, busboy job before he met Jack Horner. No, no, I know. But, I, don't, I just don't see anybody. But when he chooses to go to the to house, to but this is this is a strategy for Eddie. This is the point. He's coming from Torrance because he knows they do porn in the valley. And remember, he's got remember, a giant cock. Remember when he's fucking Cheryl, who's basically Cheryl Lynn, who's Cheryl Lynn, Cheryl Lynn who's <laughs> who's basically the Maggie from Caddyshack of yes. Boogie Nights. Yes. He, did, by the way, did this? Did his girlfriend cut her own hair? Yes. What's going on? Also, she looks like she had dentures, and she's got horse uh, yes. figurines. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> is she does, remember? Is horse remember the horse figurines? What, do, is she, what does she tell him? She tells him something. Is, like, is, is Maggie the one that says you replace the butter? Yes, She Cheryl tells him she's like, "You have this beautiful cock, and I love the way you fuck me, and you fuck me so well, and you have this amazing cock." And he and he looks at her and he goes, "Everybody has something special about them," and he recognizes. And that's true, by the way. Yes, he recognizes yeah. his one true gift and that's why he's humping it up every night to fucking Reseda such a long drive. to work at Hot Tracks he takes the bus, he takes the bus. but he's, that's where he's going to get discovered and guess what it works. That's where the porno gets made yes that's where the porno gets real made quick, real quick sidebar Ed what's your one thing good point yeah Ed Daly uh, I got nothing mm. but I, 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 I will say there are several kids that I've coached in basketball that definitely have nothing special. <laughs> Not right. one thing. Thank you, Ed. All right, back to the movie already in progress. There are lots of unspecial kids. I did like how, so when they, uh, when they, I think it's the second time they're at Hot Tracks, they decide um, Roller Girl gives Eddie the blowjob right. in the bathroom. She look, no, 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 not in, in, the, in, in the kitchen. Closet. In the, yeah, in the, in, it's actually in the walk-in. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she looks trepidatious about taking such amounts of uh, of meat. There. Remember the look she gives? Do you remember that look? When oh, she yeah. Well, that movie yeah. is is filled with that look. Yes. There, there's an endless stream of characters, yeah. whether it's Roller Girl or the Colonel or Scotty or the cameraman, and everybody at some point in that movie does that, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> Thank the, you, Ed. The colonels, like Jack tells me, you have a great big cock. May, May I, I see it? May I see it? And May then I see it? And the then, colonel's very formal. And then, <laughs> and then Eddie puts it away, and the colonel stays <laughs> paused with his mouth like slightly agape. Thank you, Eddie. For almost a full minute. Jay Stu, have you ever gazed at that when you've seen a giant cock? Are you a Peter Gazer, Stu? (laughs) Peter Gazer. This is what I learned in high school. Um, Hold on, Ed. Before before we knew about the, the facts of life, I didn't know that there were growers... And there were just stiffers, yeah. showers, showers. Yep. yep. So I would constantly, yeah, of course, Jay Stu I would says constantly yeah. look at dicks in in the shower <laughs> in high school. Oh my god! Oh my god! I personally, <laughs> personally, personally, I, I'm a grower, so I have a I have a very small limp penis. Yes. I had a oh lot god. of insecurities oh about that. God. Right? Yeah. I didn't know that they people. Didn't grow. People that have them down to their knees yeah. don't grow. They some, just get stiff. Yes, yeah, some guys. I I know a guy. A the buddy. look on Travis's yeah. face is amazing. They, that's because that's not a, a grower. There's actually a name for that, Stu, and it's locker room dick. And I got a buddy. <laughs> there is a name for it. Yeah. Is that the scientific term? Locker room dick. <laughs> I got a buddy like that where his his cock is like just massive all the time. But when it gets it, hard, can I tell who everybody who that is? When it gets hard, it's just about the same size. And uh, are you a grower or a show? He's neither. Oh, 
I mean, definitely grow. Like, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah. mean, the, the story, the same thing with Jason. Like, yeah, I had some tough moments growing up where I was like, what the fuck? When am I going to get to this size? I'm, not, I'm nowhere close. But I realized... I'm always going to be a grower. I'm, I'm never getting in that territory if these guys have just let it hang. It, it does. It does hearken, though. Friday when, night penis talk. When Cheryl is telling um, Eddie Adams from Torrance that his that he's got this amazing cock, and she's like, and he's like, uh, everyone has this one gift. When you guys stop to consider your one gift in life. How much does it bum you out that it's not a giant, disgusting horse dick? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know it's disgusting. I mean, I it's just they large. show it at the end. I to make up for my lack of 13 inches. <laughs> uh, okay, so then... I like that there were three adjectives on there. <laughs> well, it's pretty giant, long. Giant and disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why is it disgusting? Disgusting subjective. Well, I guess... <laughs> Uh, so I like. I don't think Cheryl Ann would so say it was. I like that. I like that Roller Girl blows um, Eddie Adams from Torrance in the walk-in, and then they, then he gets off work a couple hours later, and they pull up in Jack's I Cadillac. Go, I gotta go really far. Yeah, and she, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, do you remember me from before? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Like well, I, look, if you're, I if, if you're living Eddie's lifestyle, apparently yeah, these are not true. totally random occurrences. And then when he shows a little trepidation, Amber waves. Like, a truly, like, he's being kidnapped. <laughs> like, you're watching a film about kidnapping. Yeah. Come with us, baby. Jack and Amber are predators. We've been, we, we've, yeah. they, they really, really have but a sixth sense for, they, yeah. for finding the vulnerable person yeah. in the room. Eddie just says, okay. And he's yeah. in the car. No, he's a hey, good dude. Hey, you got a great car, Jack. Eddie's a sweet kid. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I've worked at a nice lot karate of, films. I've worked at a lot of restaurants in my life. Yeah. And, um... I get off work. I'm not getting in anybody's car. <laughs> what if what if the blonde girl in the car had just given you a blowjob? I doubt, I'm not letting. I, I remember I worked when I worked at Sue Plantation. I hooked up with one of the chicks that worked there. Was she fishes, a, It turns out. Yeah, I worked there with G Fish. <laughs> was she a soup girl? Um, she was. Uh, I think she. Well, you kind of rotated around. She was. So when you hooked she up with her, the salad. did she smell like like chicken noodle soup? Well, I think it was. That's the point. I think oh. it was early in the night. We hooked oh. up in the in the plantation in the walk-in just like just oh. like eddie did um but i i feel like i would be more self-conscious now just because you really smell badly when you work in a restaurant and you don't want to get in somebody's car after you get off work but then eddie adams from, from torrance he goes back to jack's place can i offer yes. my option? Yes. i don't think that the people in this movie are personal hygiene is high on the list. Oh, I don't, well, I don't are we saying they have bad personal is, hygiene? Yeah, that's... I, I'm saying... That's 1977. Right, yeah, so there's a lot going on. It wasn't invented, Ed. Yeah. Where Roller Girl had been at the club, right. and Roller Girl had gone to breakfast, and Roller Girl had been offered a fresca, and they were out of limes, <laughs> and all the things that had happened to her, and then when she got a green light, she was just she took over the head an amazing and, moment. and ready to go. She are we says, gonna fuck? Are we gonna fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she says... Don't come inside me. Yeah. And, and what's, what is Jack's first The character? famous line. It yes. should be a t-shirt. I'll give it to you. I'll it's give my it to second you. favorite line yes. of the movie. Yes. One of you guys. Go yeah. ahead, Travis. Yes. I'll, let you, I'll leave that to I you I mean, guys. Ed just said it and you guys didn't hear it. Oh, Ed, how are you? Aim it at her tits. Uh, okay. No, no, that's not Aim it. Aim it at her that's, tits, Eddie. Oh, thank you. Eddie, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he puffs a cigar yeah. and watches. Yeah. 
from that's his a thing. pretty, pretty uncomfortable distance. But he doesn't join in. Like, it's, well, yeah. It's, there's a lot going on there. Try it, Jay Sue. Do you like to uh, aim it at her tits? So, this, what follows is Jack's pool party. He's trying to get beers. Yeah. yeah. He's I know. Not, he's just, he went to the restroom. He now he's going to make a lot of noise. extra loud about everything. It's so loud. Yeah. Uh, so, what, the next day, I assume it's the next day, Jack's pool party. <laughs> Um, Eddie shows up immediately. <laughs> Poor Vector, he's trying to have a real serious Wait a podcast. Wait a minute, hold on a second. We're only at the pool party? Yeah. We're like, we're You're the gonna... one that fucking keeps Dude. sidetracking it by reading we're... soliloquies from oh. your phone. Dude, Ed's, Ed has read the book. That's he's the one sidetracking no, I like this whole There's time. a bottle of Cazadores so in the back. Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah, it's I like Cazadores. Yeah, have some if you want. Ed, you like Cazadores? Ed's, Ed's talking. Yeah. Oh. Poor Ed. Uh, so. Eddie and Reed Rothschild immediately bond. Now Reed's Reed's t-shirt is amazing. What's his t-shirt? He it's like it's it's a giant graphic of it looks like a, a BMX biker or something. Of course, yeah. It's a beautiful shirt, so, and he he says people tell me I look like Han Solo. That's the best. That's the best. Reed, he's like you seen Star Wars. Uh, Reed Rothschild Four is times. he's a slow adult and. Yes. I wonder, is this, you know how like on um, different strokes, like the Facts of Life chicks would cruise I love over? Tootie. Are Reed, Rothschild, are Reed Rothschild and Derek from Step Brothers, are they like distant cousins? <laughs> well, I mean, because be. they're not like, they're both kind of functioning at like an eight-year-old level, like not really. They're both um, sort of slaves to their impulses. They look alike. I'm just saying. Here's, here's a question. Yeah. Of all these dummies, who, which person would you, like? if you had to have one person take the SAT? Oh, I, well, Amber. That's that. Amber. No, no, no. no, no. It's Amber. Oh, okay. I have a different answer. Oh, okay. And, and it, it comes up because there's a character that doesn't get a ton of screen time, but she gets enough that you kind of get a sense of where she is. Why are you looking at his phone? And, I'm just wondering what he's got going on. And, and the answer is, is it's Jesse. Because, because oh, I like Jesse. Jesse can read. Jesse oh, yeah. can speak. She can paint. Jesse likes art. Yeah. Jesse understands that there was an opportunity after the triple murder at right. the donut store. Right. Like, like <laughs> Jesse has a, a fairly cunning ability to work through these things. So the answer to the question is who I want. I want Jesse to take my. SAT. So not to steal Ed's thunder, but the studio wanted a famous name for that role for Jesse. For Jesse and Paul. Thomas Anderson said he wanted that chick that played it. Melora Waters. Melora Waters. Oh. And so he's like, we'll just offer it to somebody that we know will turn it down, and then we can get Melora to play the part. Offered In it to the female lead of Cabin Boy? Right. Melora right. Waters? Offered it to Patricia Arquette oh. originally. No kidding. Who turned it down. Yeah. I mean, I just, that's from pausing on Amazon Prime. So that, that's coming from a guy that didn't read the book and didn't see all the uh, all the outtakes. That's right. Yeah, I got my own. You show. haven't seen any of the so outtakes? We're, we're exactly I saw the Heather Graham one. 31 minutes into a three hour movie. Seems like we're going to need to order pizza soon. things take a turn when the colonel arrives. <laughs> one of the, by the way. The colonel. Yes. Now, as R. a music R. guy, yeah. as a music guy, this is one of the, the Boogie Night scene is incredible. The Lonely Boy scene, yes. which is coming later, is great. But this is one of the top 
scenes in the movie where spill the wine, the beginning, the intro, Amazing. spill the wine. Spill the wine. Oh my god. The limo. Stu, you're going to give me tinnitus. The limo pulls off. And then they get out. And it's incredible the way they drop that song in. And the colonel gets out. Who is that, like, little... Little Italian dude, like little. Oh, we'll get to him. So, so the 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 driver, the valet, who, yeah, the valet, who's part of things. He'll get some. And he stuff gets out with that little blonde girl, who's got no body, looks like a boy, which will tip you off to Play, things coming. Played the by a had played by a porn appetites. star called Little Cinderella. Really? By the way, yeah. Well, she's got a look, which is no yes. nothing at all. Yeah, boy body, boy body. You, she gets. Is out. there any cocaine at this party? Which I have asked before. Yes. <laughs> who hasn't? <laughs> What was for you, Jason? Speaking of, if we're going to go to this point, because we know what's coming next, where, what's her name? Little Cinderella? Where <laughs> yeah. she or she has a, an overdose. Um, cocaine, having never had the opportunity or the, uh, the inclination, it seems both wonderful and terrifying simultaneously. Well, that, listen, that Chris, doesn't happen. That? I don't know, personally. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> Okay, unless it's cut with something, and in the seventies it was the Wild Wild West. Yeah. So yeah. Oddly, oddly, he said he said it was the second time. Right, the guy, the like the the breach dude, who's yeah. like, this is the second, second time week. this week. Somebody's OD'd on me. Mm-hmm. Obvious, and then of course the famous Colonel line. Oh, do you think so, Doctor? Yeah, you think so? You want to get some new shit? Why don't you get some new shit? And then slaps him. Yeah. Well, the valet. The slaps valet him. slaps him. You're right. <laughs> by, by the way. Um, I think I remember, and uh, Chris knows this, or no, Ed knows this because he read the book. How you doing, Ed? Um, the, the guy who plays the colonel was a friend of Paul Thomas Anderson's father, yeah. who was a big voiceover right guy. He was the voice the of... even came out, I think. Paul Thomas Anderson's dad was the voice well, that's of... Ernie Lumbo. Anderson. KABC. And he was Lumbo. Lumbo. Yeah. Oh, we got, was, a, we got a VO guy that knows no, all the VO yeah, guys. Ernie Anderson is a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. And the, cur- the colonel... Was in that movie, Dennis uh, Leary movie, The Ref. That's okay. the only other movie I remember. Yeah, well, this, Paul Thomas this Anderson's is, dad is one of the. If you were to list the top yes. five yeah. voiceover artists of all time, yeah. Ernie Anderson is one of them. Yeah, so, so the yeah. guy that plays a colonel, and I'm not even sure what his actor's name is. Robert not, Ridgely. Okay, not, a, this is this is his last performance. But not only did he was he friends with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's father, but. I guess he was kind of a he was a regular in Jonathan Demme's movies in the seventies and eighties. Jonathan Demme was a one of the inspirations of Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, really? And he wanted to cast this guy because it was like an ode to uh, Demme. It's crazy that everything we're talking about from this movie is not about this fucking movie. No, it's all the sidebar. Oh, look! Oh, a sidebar. Yeah, Yeah, go on. Now, Ed. Beckner has a giant Nutribullet out in his kitchen. <laughs> now, why is it that you decide to leave that out? Because it gets used a lot. It gets used a lot. Every day? Everyone. Yeah. I mean, that's a giant Nutribullet. Smoothies? You do smoothies every day. Like, you didn't I, think... I mean, like, no, people that live here do. People are coming over if to I my house. I'm going to put the Nutribullet away. The, yeah. So when they're, they're, they're carrying out the OD girl, we get introduced to Scotty. His first scene in the movie, his first Scotty line Jet. is so good. It's absolutely. She's, she's just covered in blood. Is she and okay? they're carrying her out, and he goes, she all right? <laughs> no, And I think Scotty's like, shut the fuck up, or something like that. This was well before we knew what a brilliant actor um, Philip Seymour Hoffman was. Genius. Though. Travis, you agree, it, right, that... Philip Seymour Hoffman's one of the best we ever had. I, I mean, the guy is one of the greatest actors we've ever seen. I fucking miss him 
every week. I every look at week? I look, every week. You think about yes, it? I do. I <laughs> I look at roles. I go that should have been C- Philip Seymour Hoffman. He could have brought so much to that. And Travis, I know you absolutely agree with me on that. No. <laughs> what? No, I think he's a weirdo. <laughs> he is a weirdo. I, I, I think that he was not acting. I think that he is Scotty J. I think he, <laughs> the, the, the whole the whole point is every movie that Philip Seymour. What about Hoffman, when he played Art Howe? Art, I was I just going to ask that. Art Howe and Moneyball. Okay, so maybe Art Howe is the exception that proves the rule. But <laughs> wait a minute, talented Mr. Ripley. He was right, pretty right, amazing. Right. And by the amazing. way, every movie he's this. Wait, obs- Truman Capote? He's this, he's this yeah. obsequious... Obsequious? Oh, what a word. This very... Obsequious. Unpleasant and odd <laughs> and awful yeah. presence in every scene but, that he's in. Uh, quick sidebar. Yes. The oh. movie to see, and yes. I know you love the word sidebar, yes. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Fantastic Great. movie. In which Sidney he, Pollock's last right, movie. Right, in yeah. which he opens up mm-hmm. banging, and you will like this, Marissa Tomei. Banging the fuck I out of her. Like she's she's cheating. Shit out of she's her cheating on Ethan Hawke he, with Philip Seymour. And they're Hoffman. brothers. Then he and must be brothers. a good actor. Yeah. Oh, that's when they robbed the Jewish. <laughs> yes. Oh, one one of the, it's a gem <laughs> of a movie. It is. I love it. Yeah. Before okay, the devil does So Scotty J shows up, and the, he, much like the Colonel. It elevates this movie. It takes this movie to a completely different place, Worst another level. Place. <laughs> but I want to go back to the Colonel's driver. Yes. <laughs> I could watch a fucking whole movie about this guy. He's 5'5". Five five. He's, he's wearing a suit in the valley in the summer. On a Saturday, like a real casual Saturday. He's extremely loyal. He's not a pussy. He's not um, afraid to just... Pick up an overdosed fifteen-year-old and be like, "Oh yeah, dr- what? Just fucking throw her on the concrete and back of St. Joe's? Yeah, I got. Okay, just help me. Let's go. Like what? And I think don't la- let anybody see the limo. I think, I think later in the movie when when it gets real dark in the eighties and Jack Horner's driving Roller Girl around to sex randos off the street in the valley, I believe now that the Colonel's been locked up. Spoiler alert. The driver is now Jack it's Horner's same driver. Same. Yes. Yes. Why wouldn't he be? No, that's of course. For sure. Well, well they're look, just so young. If, if you are um, swimming in waters that the colonel is in, <laughs> yes. you're going to need somebody. Yeah. You you, you're you're going to need somebody like that guy to take care of all the terrible things that you're going to leave in your wake. Yeah. yeah. That's and, right. and, and, and he seemed very comfortable taking care that's of true. those things. That's true. In the, uh, in, the, in the newspaper ad that he put out, um, <laughs> the prior priority of a skill set that you need to have is discretion. Yeah. That's what this guy had. That's a discretion. That's a good point. Do you think he's a grower or a shower, the valet? Uh, well, he's a little guy. I'm going to say grower. But he could have a giant, a he, giant he, one. Sometimes they do. That but does happen. Can we go back to Scotty for a second? Of course, yeah. I give, when, we could talk, do a whole show I about Scotty. Scotty. When, when Scotty shows up very clearly, and maybe this is a testament to uh, Mr. Hoffman's ability to act. Yes. Um you very clearly realize he's dealing with some stuff. Well, <laughs> that, 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 that Scotty is not super comfortable in Scotty's skin. So that Scotty really has some things that he'd like to get out that he's uncomfortable with. So he's immersed himself in this universe where his impulses and his needs are repressed, and yes. it's only at times well, where I, I he wanna, can let them out. I've got a good Scotty question coming up when we get okay, a little okay. deeper. The, the costuming, I think, has yeah, a lot to do with so that good. because Scotty wears short jean shorts yeah. that are too small for him. Yeah. He, not only when he's at a pool party, but also when he's working on the set of a porno. Sure. So are we going to talk about him on the set? And then he also, he also 
wears a tank top that doesn't quite cover his belly. And then when they go out shopping for imported Italian nylon. They're, it's Italian. It's imported. He's, he gets the Sansibelt slacks that he can't quite close the slack. I mean, just get a bigger pair of pants, dude. Okay. I'm sure they got 36s. Can we talk about the first scene when he's holding the boom? Yeah. So or do you want to yeah. get? Or do you want to wait? So yeah. Dur- Go, do your well, thing. Do your we're thing. at that part. So okay. after the- I got to ask Ed a question. After the hold po- on. Okay. Ask Ed. 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 When you've watched a giant cock. Yeah. Okay. Are you shaking like that? Why is he shaking? I don't understand. Why is he shaking? Because he's excited. That's what happens. Yeah, he's excited. I, I mean, I'm not. I, so he's holding the boom and he's watching I, Dirt do his thing. What people are working with, but I, I'm not sexually attracted he's he's clearly into it he's aroused so he's shaking i'm I'm curious i'm not i've never i've never chris Chris, i've never shook like that. scotty j wants to fuck dudes (laughs) well i understand that (laughs) but i don't understand the shaking and he's he's repressing that (laughs) he doesn't wait it's it's only when he puts on his red racing jacket and drives his 240z (laughs) that he's able to what is what does little bill do on the set is he? Is he like the? He's like the manager. He's like the stage manager. He's like the stage manager. Yeah, yeah. He runs it. He yeah, runs. Yeah, because he the, tells Jack at one point, "Hey, I got to plan this. I got to plan the shoot." Yeah. How many cameras are we gonna right. need? I got to talk to Kurt. I got to talk to Rocky. Really a minimal look. We're yeah. actually talking minimal. I gotta Jack t- says, "Small team. Small team <laughs> on this one." I got to talk to Scotty J. <laughs> so finally, we're fucking still just like. 42 minutes into the movie at this point. By the way, is and your wife upstairs like <laughs> filing divorce papers? Brian? I mean, what is she thinking upstairs? I, well, I've, t- I've texted her to order us a couple pizzas and she hasn't responded. <laughs> oh, no. Is she on legal Zoom right now doing a she divorce paperwork? <laughs> so, uh, Let's cool with the sidebars. It's 1121 on East Coast. Yes, yeah, no, no. Hey, Ed, this is a new treat. I'm on this show now, okay? <laughs> so, Dirk Diggler... He fi- it's his time. Oh, he comes into his time. They're going to shoot his first scene, and they're all there. Little Bill, Scotty J, Kurt, Rocky. <laughs> Jack. Jack Horner. Amber. Amber Waves. Becky Barnett. And Mead. they're planning out. They're, they're like, um, Scott blows Amber. Or no, a- Amber. This is like an interview <laughs> yeah. thing, right? Yeah. And eventually, and they, they do the first scene, and there's a lot going on. First of all, just before, they're in the hot tub. And the hot tub was pretty small for three. It's people. a weird wow, hot tub. Right? It was a and, valley hot tub. And he's like, and Jack Horner, Jack Horner's like, how about some, how about some bubbles? And, uh, the, I, think, I think you're right, Jay Stu. Say what you're going to say. No, no, he, no, he's right because he asked Jack on the set to call him dirt. So I guess that hot tub happened. See, I thought the before. hot tub was after it's two. Before. No, no, it's before. No, you're right. It's from the before. barbecue day. Right. Yeah. It's from the barbecue day. Well, I, I forgot because yeah. he, he gives, what does he say? He gives, I want a name that can cut glass. He gives his, he, he pictures his <laughs> name <laughs> in big, bright purple neon. Well, and it's actually blue neon outlined in purple. He, yeah. And, and what a wonderful day that was. Think dirt. about the day that he had. What did they eat at the barbecue? Nothing. Cocaine. Dirk. Yeah, cocaine. Dirk. Easy, Ed. Easy. <laughs> Eddie from Torrance is allowed. Did she text back? Yeah. She's getting the yeah, pizzas? Right, hold on. Hold what on. did the wife say? She probably wants to know. Yeah, she wants to know what toppings. Hold I, on. I'm just That's a pepperoni guy. That's I'm, it? I'm up for anything. This guy yeah. loves all toppings. Yeah. yeah. Except when he's I'm on the say, Atkins diet. Why are you distorting? No, the toppings are fine. I'm gonna, Jiggle your mic there. I'm going to say guy toppings. So, um, so in the hot tub, it's kind of an iconic scene. You got Reed, 
You got uh, you got Eddie Adams, and then Burt Reynolds joins them. And it's one of those old fashioned '70s hot tubs wood where sides. Yeah, yeah, it's wooden. Yeah, right. wooden. You it don't see those like anymore. It's from the set of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yes. But exactly the funny right. thing about this, and 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 here's the thing, Jay Stu, and you know our friend Sam Patesh, his parents live in Woodland Hills, and they have a house that looks just like this house, an amazing house. They have a hot tub just like that. Really? And I think that that was right like now? a right now, 2019. Still, still it's still there, and it jacuzzi. looks, it looks. I think that was a thing because you yeah. you had the pools. It built. must have been. And then they put these hot tubs on the side or whatever, and that yeah, and they were an smaller. On. It's an add-on. It was an add-on. But my question to you is: Should Jack Horner have allowed Dirk, a slow adult, to give himself his no, own Dirk, name? We think Dirk's slow too. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. So clearly, oh, yeah. Eddie Adams from Torrance. Ed, slow? Ed, you were saying. Yes, he's definitely slow. Really? Yeah, of course like, he is. Slow, of course slow. He is. Very slow, Chris. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I just have one other question about the hot tub. <laughs> there were, this was a a party where it was, it was a Jack, barbecue. It was barbecue. There's a, a Jack's uh, colleagues, if you will, yeah. were at the party. And yet the end of the night ends with Reed and Dirk and Jack in the hot tub in a pad that's weird. lousy with porno it. ladies. Yeah, it's weird. It just seems like a weird smoking, I, I, smoking I, I, skinny cigars. Yeah. But it just tells well, that's a good point. Yeah. But it just it yeah. just tells you it's it's, it's a normal life for them. Well, yeah, no, but I, I think what it tells me is that Jack has no interest. He doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. That's clear. He's got ED. He's okay? like, uh, it's clear he can't get it up anymore. He might have had a prostate injury. You I, know, President James K. Polk, in he I, I started wars. He had of kidney it. stones, and in in the early where whenever he lived, it was like yeah, late eighteen hundreds. Okay. He had kidney stones, and the and the remedy for kidney stones back then was to take like you, you remember the um, hand drill from woodshop class. Sure. They I would, don't actually. They would <laughs> clamp you down and spread your legs apart, and they would drill that through your prostate and render you impotent. What? And then James K. Polk marched the fucking Missouri cavalry down to Mexico to take yeah, it over. Border by a mile. <laughs> yes. The point is, is that if your dick can't get hard, yeah. you got to take it out other places. And that's what Jack Horner's doing. I mean, I've been strapped down. Never, Nobody's drilled into my prostate. Um, so they're doing the scene. Yeah. They had their first scene. Oh, the ice just came Eddie, Eddie Adams, Dirk Diggler. He's become Dirk Diggler. He's, a, he's a, instantly a star. But my question to you is this. He's, he's banging amber waves on the table. He's right. a Marine. He's just got back from a tour. <laughs> She's going to need to see his cock. He shows it to her. He bangs her on the table. And I just wonder. Now, doesn't, she does say that's a great big cock, right? Yeah, yes, she does. They, I wonder, what was the state of lube technology in the 1970s was it a straight vaseline time but you don't think that she was yeah. vaginally ready um yeah well i she, feel like i'm gonna get fired she has to go again that. she has to go again hold on what do we got i mean i'm trying to talk. i i, I uh, <laughs> there this scene was complicated 
the, the scene it was, was uncomfortable it's the only scene that's uncomfortable if you're watching with guests or people that aren't used to it it's the scene that's uncomfortable oh it's not the only scene that's to uncomfortable me it's the only guests. scene that's uncomfortable. no there there's there's many many scenes that are uncomfortable um this wouldn't rank in the, the top whole 50 half of the movie's uncomfortable right exactly. well not for me ed but that's yeah. my it's a difference what, in life as a professional why does amber say come inside of me because she loves him already. She oh, because he's her son. Yes. He's her son. Predator. Yeah. No, no, no. We've been she, over this. She's a she, damaged person. She wants to save who him. Who wants to save him. Who wants him, which is this whole thing. She She's wants to be everybody's mom. mother. Right. But this is a weird yeah. way to go yeah. about being somebody's mother. Yeah. I've been in the situation. Interesting. Like wow. And, wow. And I also, I'll give this kind of insight, too. Her saying "come inside" is is uh, is relieving him from having to perform. But he's performing a lot of times. It's, they they go through two rolls of but, tape. But if you you know, <laughs> but if you watch the seventies and eighties porn, a lot of time they'll do. Uh, I have not. Have you? They'll do. Yeah. Oh, I have. They'll do internal uh, orgasms because Whoa. it's saving the guy. Whoa. The guy because oh, they can I, fake the it. The guy who has limp dick. They they're saving it. him the trouble. They can fake of it. Of I didn't think I would hear the term internal orgasms. Quest, Qu- did you think? you would hear that there, there was this is like the view there were like seven people talking yeah, that's, exactly. that's fine Just, well, let it go. go ahead Brian Ed when Dirk asks do Amber does it feel good did you feel like her weak smile and casual nod was convincing I feel like I would need more than that what are your thoughts yeah she was in the porn star acting mode there totally 100% also, when see, she, I disagree. She says it feels good, his, baby. Also, my dick would retract inside of my body and up into my throat if I heard somebody say, "Come in me, I'm fixed." <laughs> I, it wasn't super I, sexy, as Dirk liked to say. Don't worry, I'm fixed. I, I promised I wouldn't do this, but I got one last Paul Thomas Anderson. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. He said, he said, you know, there are all these actors in the movie that are so great. He said his personal favorite is Philip Baker Hall, who's great. Amazing. But he said Floyd the Gondoli. best acting performance, he thinks the best acting performance is the one who can play a bad actor the best. And he said Julianne Moore, without question, did that the best. Oh. Hundred percent. So they're they're doing bad acting as porn stars, and Marky Mark just seems the same. <laughs> he's, he's, doing, he's doing Marky Mark from the M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, he's doing the same thing. It's no different than when he's playing, like he's tr- trying to be good. And uh, Julianne Moore, she plays throughout this movie. She's she's like drunk and on coke, and she's fucking just a horny chick, and she's a sad mom, and then she's a bad actress in these pornos and she's she fantastic amazing she, so good. she and scotty are, it's a race between those yeah. two as the two best totally i think the um what one of the brilliant things about this movie is the there's the subtlety in the writing he writes bad acting scenes and he writes very subtle humor we kind of glossed over the exchange with uh with dirk and reed at the uh, margarita bar there there are so many funny thing, things said in that exchange that aren't intentionally funny, but they're just funny writing. It's yes, not like yes. it's not a comedy. No, it's, it's not like comedy it's funny with punchlines. It's, it's amazing. It's just no, nuanced it's, funny. It's amongst the top screenplays ever written in the history of Hollywood. It is so fantastic. Uh, so Dirk's a natural, right? He's oh yeah. He immediately. He, He's, there's a montage where he's buying real Italian nylon. 
he's um, inventing sex positions. He's like, hey, what if I throw her leg like this and then you could shoot it from this angle? And Jack's like, I think that'll work, Dirk. He's, hey, Jack. He's doing the Fosbury flop of <laughs> Yes, yes, totally. Yes, good point. Before Dirk, there was only the Western roll. And now... It's- now he's in the Fosbury flop. What it is is it's Paul, it's Paul Thomas Anderson doing a mockery of a bad montage, but it's a montage. But it's fantastic. It's a montage of the great times. Yes, it's like any any Eddie's movie ever made. You had the good times that were yes. made into a montage yes. and the soundtrack to it. Famous actor Jason talking, yes. and and he ended with uh, the dance on the dance floor that right. was yeah. uh, coordinated. Choreographed. Choreographed yes. dance on the was dance the floor. Porn awards or something? No, this was the, this that was, was just this, was, this is just back at Hot Tracks. The Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band. Yeah. Um, I gotta be honest, this fucking Marky Mark, the dude can move on the dance floor. Yes. I mean, he's oh, yeah. out there fucking dancing, bugging. He looks good. He, he knows move. how to dance. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's Jack. Do you want me to do the Spanish accent? <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, the whole thing. It's <laughs> Angels left my town. Yes. I do like that the, then they show his um, film on the uh, marquee. And if anybody, I don't play fantasy football, hashtag hetero. But if, you're, if that's something you're into, free fantasy football name, Spanish pantalones. <laughs> um, and one of the things... One of the things I am envious of is that it's unlikely I will ever take home an award for best cock. <laughs> Was that the award, best cock? Yeah, best cock. One of the, one of the many awards. We're, we're running out of time for that award to come in. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, but then things start. Look at all the paintings when he when he's made it and he's showing around his house. Yes, oh, that's amazing. He's all of these awful like Jesse made oil paint or a, watercolor painting. She may appreciate art, but she's not she's good at creating. But if there was one person you wanted to sleep with, it was, <laughs> she was Jesse. And she was super banging. So they were together, right? He's <laughs> Becky Barnett's the right answer. Dirk, no, no, Jesse May. No. I don't like that. Jesse and Dirk were together. Dirk and Jesse were together. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, oh no, they hundred percent. Because he meets her. Ed Daly. Ed Daly. Jesse and Dirk were together, no? Yes, they met on the set of Angels Live in My Town. Yes, of course. But when does she get with Don Cheadle? She's at the house painting. We'll get to that. She's at the house painting portraits. No, I I disagree. She's a very good friend. They're living living together. Dirk's whole house is covered with Jesse portraits of Dirk. So then why would she be available on New Year's Eve? Because because Dirk walks away from her with Amber. Amber He bounces to go do gaggers with Amber and just leaves her sitting. We don't like the term gaggers. I mean, that's what they're called. For yourself. <laughs> they, def- they definitely weren't bumps. And he's no, they were not nice bumps. Sweet shirt in the in the coke scene when he gets introduced to coke. He's wearing some sort of. He almost looks like he's on the set of Buck Rogers. He's got some sort of no. And she says the trip's the best part. We, we is, wasn't isn't that his whole where he's wearing that whole like off white cream colored thing? Because that's the same time he bounces out to check out Scotty's new ride. Yes. It's the same night. So he's, um, yeah, he's dating. Things are going good for him. I don't he's, think so. He's got the pad. He's dating Jesse. Mm-hmm. He's got the vet. Everything's good. But we should have started to, the chinks in the armor are showing because we learn that Dirk is a house tour guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's showing, he's showing uh, Amber waves around. He's like, hey, ta da. 
This is my dojo. Yeah, that was great. You know, like, but that's know, his I, love. That's I, his I, love. That happened to me recently. Well, I went to somebody's place and I pulled kind of a Larry David. They asked if I wanted to see the rest. And I was no, like, no, yeah, well, maybe, maybe next time. Like, I, I get it. You're yeah. about to show me like the master bathroom. Like, yeah. oh, you yeah, we get, get this it. tricked out shower. Who cares? Ooh, fuck Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Uh, then we get to, so then things are, things are going. I like it. I like it. He's a good guy. Yeah. Things are going good. And then we get to New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, things kind of. And it's, this is like Altamont. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> things were one way before New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy nine, and things were a different way on January first, nineteen eighty. That's not an accident, Amber. So first of all. Am- Dirk's chilling at the party, right. and Amber's like, "Hey, Dirk, I want to show you something." But by the way, he's yeah. having a conversation with Jesse, who you who guys say dating. It, no, no, he's it dating. Does not Jesse. seem like they're dating. Yes. They are. No, they are. Dude, I've, I've watched the movie so many times. I'm I'm probably the biggest fan of the movie. I've never gotten the indication they were. Neither have I. It's, it's, it's so friends. obvious. They're having they're small talk at the no, movie. They're, they're, they're together. together. They're together. I don't. I don't buy they're together. Genuine question. Yeah. What, who exactly was Philip Baker Hall? He showed the first time I think he shows up is at this. He's part. the money yeah. man. He's the money he's, man for the. He's new a different age money man. Yeah. Who's the colonel? Well, that's Freud. The no, that's he's Floyd the colonel. Floyd he's Floyd the colonel of the video. But, no, he's he's pitching them. He's pitching them to go in a different direction. Floyd he Gondoli. wants he wants to go in business with them. But before we get to that, Amber takes Dirk to do gaggers and, the, and cocaine. He, cocaine. He leaves <laughs> Jesse behind, who he's dating. Kind of a bad guy move for Dirk. And also, are we supposed to believe that Dirk's been porning for two years and he walks in and he's like, three years, and he's like, oh, what's this white powder on the woods? Well, hold on. It was not prominent yet. Until uh, that era, I mean, they were doing it throughout, yeah, but, it, but it became prominent well, just, in that and then, era. And Dirk's hey, never you know exposed what? to it. Yeah. I'll show you some old clips of Keith Hernandez and tell me it what it was just appearing. Of course, that, that dude. That's a good point. There was plenty of cocaine. Going <laughs> also, also the uh, New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy nine. Buck debuts his pharaoh look. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Buck. Pretty sweet look. <laughs> Buck, Buck is a man in search of. I'm pretty happy with it. I wasn't buying it. <laughs> we get the appearance of a great, the best role of his life, Thomas Jane. Oh, okay. So let's We're, get to Todd, Todd Parker. Parker. Todd, let, let, because Todd, Todd Parker. Todd Parker is the kid your mom and dad warned you about. Oh, 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 totally. <laughs> Todd, Todd Parker is everybody's worst friend. And this kind of reminds me of Ron Johnson. Th- this is this uh, is this, of, this is the genius. This is all you need to know. Todd Parker walks in, he's got that mustache. And this is this is how genius Paul Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. is. He walks in and Reed goes, "Did you get out of work, man?" And this is all you need to know. This is tells you everything you need to know, need to know about Todd Parker. He goes, "Don't dance Sunday nights." <laughs> Because he works at Crazy Boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he say? He, he describes the car. He describes Dirk's car. Four and coats of orange racing line. Right. And then the classic line, full fucking race cams. <laughs> and then he just goes, ooh. And moves on. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing line by him. What's, what's that Tom, actor's name? Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane. He's amazing. An, another guy like Becky, Becky Barnett. Never really took off. He was on that show Hung on he, HBO. He had, he had some stuff. I mean, he was one of the stars of Deep Blue Sea, where 
Yeah, he, he played Mickey Mantle. Yeah, he's 61. No, no, no. Was it Mickey Mantle yeah, or was, was it Maris? No, it was uh, yeah, Barry, Barry Pepper. Pepper was Barry right Pepper, yeah. Scientologist. Yeah. It didn't really take off. Yeah. It didn't really take off. Um, yeah. And then and another turn, Floyd Gondoli shows up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he's got he's got a team of um, cracked out, disgusting, cracked out <laughs> teens in puffer jackets with him. We would he, call them meth heads. Yeah, in today's and, age. and he's like, he's like, these are the new, these this are the new stars. New, it's not, it's not video, it's not film, it's videotape. And in a classic scene, yes, the the, the whole scene is amazing because yes. it's smack dab on New Year's Eve. Imagine this going down on New Year's Eve. You're throwing a party with all your friends. You're doing business. You're a big deal, right? You're Jack Horner. Yes. This would be like if somebody showed up to. Craig Kitchen's house on New Year's Eve. KTK. And told him, this is how it's going to go. The future is podcast. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> and Jack Horner's sitting there with all his friends. And this guy, Floyd, Floyd Gondoli, is telling him, this is the future, these guys. And then what is the classic line he says? I've used it in many radio images. I like cinema. I like cinema. In particular, right? I like to see people fucking on Then he film. says what? I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. I like butter. Butter in my like ass. Butter in my ass. Lollipops in my ass. Lollipops in my mouth. Yeah. Call me crazy. Call me a pervert. <laughs> butter in my ass. And lollipops I mean, in my mouth. Hey, it's mm. underappreciated. Uh, and have you ever had a lollipop in your mouth while butter was in your ass? <laughs> no, I can't say that happened. Ed's, um, Ed's signature I, uh, look is a lollipop. Stop taking notes at this point, but I did write down, I guess this was one of his films, Rocklanders 8, Oral Majesty. That was good. Fantastic. Question. So the party's going on. Scotty J shows up. He's got yeah. a new car. Yeah. <laughs> It might, it's probably used. What is, Scott, yeah, what, is Scott, what is Scotty J's job? A and two. He's a boom mic. How, so. how does he afford a two, brand new two forty Z? I don't think Brian. I think you're misreading Scotty's ride. Yeah, I think that probably that used. was a car that had been heavily right. used oh. that Scotty had come into. Uh, it's new, new to Scotty. New right. to Scotty. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That car was a but, high mileage Datsun 280Z. But he's a, he's a freelance PA, doesn't have uh, benefits. <laughs> right. And no he, he probably lives at home. I'm guessing he overextended himself. Mom and dad for, yeah. kicked him out a long yeah. time ago. He overextended himself he was for shaking? a used Corvette. Yeah. But I mean, it, this to me kind of sums up the film. Like, um, it. It shows like the brilliance and the writing, and that it's really funny, and then it turns horribly depressing in a matter of seconds. Yes. Yeah, because the little little Bill. No, no, he's no, still no, on the Scotty. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm on Scotty oh, okay. and Derek. Okay. okay. Scotty. Everything turns at this party. Yeah. Uh, everyone. Videotape. I mean, that's a sad scene for Horner. Every everything turns. Yes, it's true. Good point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good but point. But everybody has been Scotty in one way, shape, or form in this one scene. They, he really no, I've never kissed a dude he no, didn't no, no, want to no, kiss no. me but. I'm saying in, in an analogy here okay, we, okay. everyone has been Scotty and that you really wanted to show some someone something and you really wanted them to be impressed and to be proud of you right and yeah. he he wanted Dirk to, to be proud of him yeah. and, and he, he wanted tried to Dirk, make out with him and he want, yeah he wanted yeah. Dirk to be sexual with him after yeah. he was proud of yeah. him yeah ooh Jace and, too um, <laughs> and it I didn't happen I was in this scene one time but I think what, this I, happened I, to I you. Come up and kiss me. 
What? Yeah, you had a dude oh, come is up this, and kiss is, is this that guy in Denmark, Hans? <laughs> no, no, no. That was a different time. He's uh, naked. I, I woke up with him. Hans in Denmark? Listen, I, but, Ed, my role is if you wake up into it, it's not bad. Yeah. But no, no, no. A guy I played football with in high school at, like, at a party kissed me. And I, I was like, all right, well, this isn't going to happen again. And then I see that he's married with a couple kids um, to a woman. Well, listen, and, it's just uh, experimentation. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid his wife doesn't know what I know. Yeah, she definitely doesn't. But I mean, does he like a little butter in his ass? Who just called you, Jay Stu? But 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 take this. Uh, you've taken your shot with a girl. Jay Stu's got a girlfriend. You've taken. Yeah, I, think shot. She, I think she just called. Yeah, you've taken. He's shot. acting weird. You've yeah. taken a shot with a job. Yeah, and it just didn't go your way. And you're just sitting in your car that you've overextended yourself with. You've more you basically you're going to be uh you're going to be bankrupt soon because of this. And he just says, "Don't destroy things." I'm a fucking idiot. What a f- fucking idiot. And I think Paul Thomas Anderson wrote it to, for him to say like 17 times. But with each time you just feel for this guy cuz all of us can relate. It's it's wanting something so bad right. and it doesn't happen. Scotty, yeah. But he also asked permission. <laughs> and the golden rule is Trap you can't ask Scotty. permission first. You got to just kiss the girl, right? You don't say, "Hey, can I kiss you?" He says, "Can I kiss you?" You don't I, you don't say what you're about to do. Right. And he just asks, "Can I you, kiss you?" I've had a girl tell me that before. Just do it. Right. Don't say mm-hmm. it. Just do just it. Just do it. And you know what? That's don't good advice. Get to the chorus. Right. Yes. Tom exactly Petty. right. Ed. That's a good point. Uh, okay. So little Bill, we got to talk about little Bill. Yeah. His marriage, things in his marriage come to a head at this point. He was the he was the person that probably the first time you watch it, he's the person audiences are cheering for. He's yeah. He's got he's got um kind of the you feel bad for. It's him. not. It's kind of a mullet. Um, it looks oh, like it's not kind of. Yeah, it's, it's full he's got Carol Brady's hair. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> well done, Ed. He's he's had he's had it, and he sees his wife is getting plowed again. She's getting balls deeped in one of the bedrooms, and he observes it. But so, if I remember correctly, this guy seems more sympathetic. The guy who's plowing her is like, "Sorry, man." I, I don't think they show. I know they. He just goes. Oh, no, you're he right, just you're opens right, the door. You're right. You're right. You're right. He, you never see the third. Yeah, I'm thinking of the first guy. Yeah. 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 So then he goes out to his car, and what I like is that he's uh, he's about to do something awful, but he still sets his glass of champagne on the roof of the car. Like right. that's just a, just like a perfect detail where he sets it down and he unlocks his car and he goes in and he gets his gun and he walks back inside and he murders two people and then he kills himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bad party. Yeah, that's really ruins a party. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad, kind of a bad guy move. That's going back to what yeah. we, it, it's a really bad guy. And I don't know why that was the time. I mean, after what we had seen previously, it didn't seem that this was any worse than the other instances. No, no, so but it was just he'd now been pushed. He has to, he has to ruin pushed. New Year's. He can't wait till he gets home to it, do that to her. He, he'd been pushed. Yeah. But he went to a place. But to be honest, and I don't want to take this into a dark political um, oh, thing. We don't and, talk politics you know, here. Chris is the master of sidebars, but I might get yeah. political here. I mean, Uh-oh. this was well be, well ahead of its time. I mean, 1980, 
there wasn't really the discussion of gun control and the Second oh, Amendment oh and the liberals God. against the, oh the right my wing. God. Jay Stu. If if, uh, if little Bill didn't have access to a gun, I don't know if, mm-hmm. if these things happen. I mean, MAGA Stu. Taking out somebody else and killing yourself. Just kill yourself. Really, that's a 2010 yes. and on thing. Well, hold on Just kill yourself. Are any of us thinking that she didn't deserve it? Uh, well, that, I was going to say, I mean, no. If that was your no, wife. She's but, a porn star. But, yeah, but uh, okay. She taunted him, though. Yeah, she taunted him. He'd been pushed. He had been pushed to, to a brink. place. Were little Bill's actions justified? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. What, we have one yes? J- yeah. No. Travis Rogers? No, he ruined the party. Yeah, he ruined a party, Jason. Yeah, but he got a painting. If, if you're going to marry a porn star, you need to know what you're marrying right. into. It's right. like it's like Tiger Woods' wife being shocked. Aline. That he was doing Elin. the Elin. Perkins waitress. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't know. You got to know. know. Well, you got to you got to be discreet. You can't just fucking put your shit out there on Front Street. Maybe that's it. Don't rub it in you her gotta, face. You got to wait a while. Yeah, exactly. Let she rubbed things it in her face. simmer. Poor little Bill. Then you file. Then you move on. Uh, Ed, okay. have you ever been with a Perkins uh, waitress? They don't, I don't think they have Perkins in New Jersey. I've heard of it, but no. <laughs> Never, it's like Ed, it's Ed like Denny's. Little, you got Ed, Denny's out there. Ed seems a little punchy. It yes, is getting late on the Eastern it's like, okay, Seaboard. No, we're getting we're getting close to wrapping this thing up. Are we? Yeah, well, I think we're halfway through the movie. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing the whole movie. Oh. How's the pizza? It's, like it's on the way. Yes, uh, the Colonel. He runs into some issues. Mm-hmm. This is everything's going great. The Colonel's the money man. Also. What branch of the military was the colonel in? Do we know? <laughs> well, he's, a, he's of the Colonel Tom Parker. School. Oh, right. That kind of colonel. And what's, do we know how he made his fortunes? I mean, he's got a driver. He's got a limousine. He's got a valet. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a very aggressive driver. Yes, he's got lots of cocaine. He accidentally murders a 15-year-old with cocaine. She did like 20 lines. Which is like, like a vacuum almost as much as Chris did before he came over here tonight. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Too <laughs> the, far. Uh, <laughs> Ed, I think that's too far. Don't you agree? Let's clean that up in the post. We'll clean that up in the post, please. Clean it in post. Could, it could have happened to anyone. I don't understand exactly why he went to jail, but then uh, he's, Wait a minute, he on. murdered a child. No. No, is that what, that's not why he went to jail. No, it is. Me and Chris were in the same way. I don't think Dirk was with what's-her-name. He was. And he didn't go to jail for killing this kid. No, had nothing to do with it. The pedophile, right? And they discovered it. And he says to Jack when Jack visits him, "They were just so little. They're just so young. So adorable. adorable. I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him. I feel like we skipped over an important part. This scene is actually the the acting scene that that uh, Bert at least was nominated on. This this whole scene was great. No, it's amazing. This is this is the best acting. Tell me I'm your friend. Am I your friend, Jack? Tell me. Do you believe me? And then and then the audio (laughs) cuts out because the time limit. This is a great scene. No, it's amazing. It's incredible. Uh, Travis, what did we skip? Well, we just very very quickly. Let's just going back a little bit. When they cut to the 1980s and they open where Amber is making the documentary about Dirk. Amazing. I feel like we've missed an opportunity where where Amber has a. 
she's got a touch for these porno. She's got docs. the touch. She's got yeah. a, the, these this documentarian kind of uh, sensibility, and I feel like she could have launched like a whole thirty for thirty on all the people in these. Well, movies. she was ahead of the thirty for thirty just, game. Well, I, I understand, but it, it just seems based like on I mean, a John Holmes documentary. Yes, yeah. You don't thing. you don't want to see Becky Barnett's backstory? Oh, I do. You know, I want to see her backside. Her I only side. am the way I am because this is the way God made me. The Eddie Adams story. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. But I mean, the he's allowed to block his own sex scenes, which not a lot of directors would allow. So the documentary, I mean, as Ed would tell you, because he read the book. Yes, the documentary was a uh, was kind of an ode to the actual short story. Before Paul Thomas Anderson made a film, he did a thirty six minute mockumentary. Oh, repeating, been discussed said, two minutes into the show. Yeah. So, but but my my point is. Um, this is probably the best best scene in the entire movie, yeah. and the only reason it's the best scene is because not only is she doing a horrible job at, at a documentary about a porn star, but the best line in the movie is spoken. I'm going to read again. Brian loves. He's reading read from a uh, oh from a phone. God. He's reading. So we have to keep in mind here context. Uh, Dirk Diggler has reached the top. He's the, the top tier. Star Wars. He's, he's the guy. He's the pinnacle. Yes. And he gets into the psychology of being at the top, and uh, he's on camera saying, uh, what can you expect when you're on the top? You know, it's like Napoleon when he was the king, you know. People were just constantly trying to conquer him, you know, in the, in the Roman Empire. It's history repeating itself all over again. And, like, this, is, th- this line is delivered straight. And and Amber actually includes it in in the documentary as if she thinks it's a really good line. Oh, it's a classic. Factually and historically, a complete abortion. Like it, it couldn't Jeez. be less Jeez. true. Jeez. But not, oh, I'm sorry. He used the word abortion. He's fucking not, so political. It cannot be tonight. less true from good job, a factual standpoint. Yeah. But to me, this is like the genius of the movie. The subtlety. Like I think half the audience that watched this movie was like, yeah, Napoleon. Yeah, okay. But the half of us that really got it. Uh, no. Percent of people that saw it. Yeah, yeah. come on. It was meant. No, no. it was so. It was so. It was just like Animal House when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. (laughs) It's the fucking same thing. It's probably homage to that. I love that scene though It's my favorite scene In the movie um, Becky and Jerome's wedding We could probably skip past that Although I want to know What Scotty J was doing To the cake At that point Jerome was stacking Those I, I pep do, boys this, Assistant so, manager it, chips So yeah. Jerome yeah. We got his name right <laughs> the, Michael Jace Is his yeah, name The right? wedding The wedding was at Hot Tracks Yeah, yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah. This is a question that I had when I saw that scene If you had to pick One person in the movie To sit at your table At a wedding or even porn, for this week, wedding. say Thanksgiving. Which one? Reed Rothschild, 100%. Not even close. Not even close. He's the most entertaining by a fuck. He does magic. That's he's, true. You do tricks. Yeah, he's of, he's of a functioning... Um, slow person. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I would pick Jesse St. Vincent. You know why? She's banging. Because she's single. You could. She was never with Dirk. No, she was with Dirk. She She lived with him. (laughs) No, she wasn't. She lived with him. I can't believe you missed that. I gotta take a tinkle. I'll be right back. Okay, go. Those are oil paintings. Um, you guys, answers. The Colonel. The Colonel. No, he's fucking terrifying. But that's why I'm kind of. I don't want to sit right next to him. Like on the other side of one of those banquet tables and kind of. I want to know how the business. Yeah, works. but then, but then, then a fifteen-year-old girl heals over and fucking bleeds all over I don't your chinos. Hang out with him later. I just want to sit with him at the dinner Jace, and hear what's going on. Jay Stu, who do you sit with at a wedding from the from the cast from the crew? 
Oh, man. Kurt? I, Rocky? No, dude. I like Scotty J? I really like Scotty. Scott, I, I want to sit yeah, with Scotty. Nice. You know why? Because I have empathy for him, and I want to make him feel better about himself. He just seems so defeated. Because he's a loser. Yeah, he's but a, he has a lot of yeah. insecurities that need to be That's hammered out. He, he just needs somebody to be kind to him. Dirk he was nice to him. him. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was. he was. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we move on. It's March 1983. I don't think anybody will forget where they were at that time. I was eight years old during the recording sessions for You Got the Touch. <laughs> okay, Derek, you ready? Yeah, I was born ready, Nick. Let's go, man. Derek Diggler demo. Keep the vocals up. You Got the Touch. Take seven. Excuse me, Reed. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wants to take the GED. A lot of things are going on. Jack is doing VHS with Floyd Gondoli. Dirk and Reed can't get their demos back. Buck's trying to get a loan. Everybody's life is falling apart at this point, right? I mean, we're we're totally glossing over some of the more classic lines in the entire movie. That you got the touch. Uh, we're, not, we're, we're not just repeating just the movie here, though. People but, can I mean, watch the movie. But but the tapes, the the exchange with the guy that owns the cassette tapes is iconic yes. because at that point Michael Dirk really gets upset um, and and the guy the guy's asking for the money he wants he's he's, he's provided a service he has a cassette recordings of this this of the of the recordings that haven't been paid for so those are his tapes until they're paid for the magic's on the tapes the, and Dirk the actual tapes those are yours <laughs> But the magic, the yeah. magic is ours, and it's on the tapes. But I mean that that scene is just so brilliant, or brilliantly written. I to this day, almost like twice a week, I use the phrase that that's a that's YP. a YP, YP not, not an MP. Yeah. I mean, to, that's the first time I'd ever heard can it. I, right? That's a YP. Not can I ask an MP. a question about the scene where they're recording their music? Right. Are we sure Dirk wasn't a good musician? Because because Reed seems to be into it, and I oh, dare yeah. you to watch that scene, that that scene, and not kind of have your head going up and down and your toe tapping on the ground. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure that Dirk and Reed weren't right to want those tapes because, well, especially quite at honestly, the time, I'd, I'd at watch the time, that. the standards of the '80s, right? You got the touch Horrible would be a hit. Music. Yeah. Would be a hit. I, I think that you're think, you're nobody's fool is the key. You've got the touch. <laughs> You're nobody's fool. <laughs> also, look, I, we, all, all of us here are, are Southern California natives and alive and around not in the Ed, 1980s. Not Ed. Not Ed. Ed, how are you? But, are you still there, Ed? But, but here's the thing. Do any of you remember the early 80s being so headband heavy? Because yes. it, it, it just yeah. seems that everybody in the 80s was... I, yes. I never saw a headband in my life living here. Aerobics and headbands. That's with what the, I remember with the, the women, not with the men. A tradition it, unlike it wasn't, it wasn't Wimbledon. I, but, but you have to admit, I, you have a point. In that the actual song that they were doing, 
even though the vocals were a little low, and and Reed wanted to make sure that the vocals were higher. The actual song was really good for 80s. It was, like I said, I'm not convinced that Dirk you wasn't a good touch. musician. You got the touch. I liked it. Also, when they're going you through You got the, the power. The montage of all the things they want to do. She wants to take a GED. They're making music. It's great. And Amber, it's very subtle, but she says she wants to take a pottery class. And Monday, like, Wednesday, Friday. It's I, 3 o'clock. I, I just like to go on record as saying I would very much like to purchase an Amber Waves vase. <laughs> totally. I'd like 100%. to have one of those. What do you think? It's, do you think it's shaped as something... Um, a vase. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a pottery class. That, that is great. Buck's, Buck's trying to get a loan. Did we talk about that? It's not yet. Kind of sad. Like he's just out there. He's trying to sell discount hi fi's. He's well, the banker was just doing his job. Well, the yeah, banker if, was having a tough day. If we, <laughs> by the way, he was a little judgy though. Yeah, yeah. he was judgy. I mean, really, it was, was that tough to get a loan well, in 1980. I Did mean, the banker is supposed to just worry about if there's money coming in. The, right. Well, he just kind of have a point. Like, I don't know about Buck's business plan. He's like, oh, you want me to sign something? Did I feel Buck's something collateral. Out? Wrong. Yeah. Like, what's? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, so the banker obviously was a Reagan voter. Uh, oh my yeah, God! But, but so was Jason with the an, politics. No, but he was anti-porn. Yeah. Anti. I mean, anti-expression. Anti. You know. It was the eighties, and we hadn't seen the boom of Reaganomics yet. Hit. That was more nineteen eighty three. Still waiting. You know what, Travis? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Trickle down. Yeah. Well, trickle down work. I would say. No. I would say. Um, Buck nope. Swope was actually effective at trickling down. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah uh, that didn't work. That didn't. Work. didn't uh, so Buck Swope ended up being with Melora Waters, which we still haven't come up with her name. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. Jesse St. Vincent. Jesse St. Vincent. Yeah. And she was sitting there at the uh, table when the banker was deciding. Is and again, that- if she was with Dirk, she wouldn't she be was- so easy to be with Buck. No, she, she would. She She's- moved on to when he was in the Pharaoh no. costume. <laughs> Yeah. Pharaoh. New yeah. Year's oh, Eve, I think the pizza's here. The pizza's here. Whoa, whoa, hey, clean this up in post. <laughs> Ed, so, how you doing there? What, you doing okay? Ed, I have a I'm question for you. I'm, I'm, might. It's midnight there. Do you have a midget bathroom, coming over or anything? Ed, what exactly? Uh, what, what sort of expertise did Buck have in the stereo business, other than well, being yeah, some he, sort of salesman at Circuit five. City? That stands for high fidelity. <laughs> the highest possible fidelity. Yeah, the highest. So let's go over that conversation again. So he, he's trying to sell sell the uh, person on stereos, and he has no idea what he's talking about. Highest fidelity, and, <laughs> and then like, the music to like really show it off. That's in the beginning of the movie where he's trying to show off how good the speakers are, and he's playing country music. Yes. Move, move if you need to. It helps me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like a cool cowboy music. It's like the um, what's what is that uh, DJ that that killed himself or OD Avsili or something? Is Avicii? The, uh, Avicii. Oh my God! Why are you guys letting uh, lift me talk? up when things get no, guys, over? Guys. Whatever. But it sounds like it's kind of a dance slash cowboy song. To, to wow, who doesn't like that? To really but show off the highest uh, fidelity. The roller he had to girl do that. Uh, in the limo. <laughs> yes. What is 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 some of the worst porn I've seen. Those Horrible. those kind of uh, Horrible. on the street, those are very depressing. Those so things. here's the kind of porn I like. Oh god. I like <laughs> massage porno. Wait a minute, well, so I just it's had a chick tell me this. European massage porno. So a guy yeah. massaging the chick? 
Um, yeah. yeah. Scripted. Yeah. Oh my God. I just, it's, wait a minute. It's never I just, actual. Yeah. Again, I'm not a porn guy. It yeah. depresses me. Massage rooms. Massage rooms.com. Send me yeah. links yeah. to this sort of porn. I can like, turn you on to this. Why don't yeah. you like this? It's what I like. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What do you really? mean? It's fucking amazing. They always have. What does that bodies. mean? A massage. It's a, it's that turns a guy massaging yeah. Yeah. A, a chick. So She's the chick's getting massaged, and it feels so good. So good. a lot of it has to do with it. He's um, like fingering her, easy, and easy, playing easy, with her tits easy. and stuff. Oh. That she, it feels so good that she's compelled. Okay. To start to begin filleting him. Ed, have you ever been compelled to fillet somebody? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta so, wrap this up. Hold on a second, okay. very very quickly. First of all, we don't have to wrap. We it up, move to the scene where they're driving around in the limo it's and past they're, midnight. They're picking it's the guy. Ed, settle yeah. down. Yes. You're gonna fillet yes. somebody they're, later. They're picking the guy she up off the street, him. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I the only? Which one is that, a horrific scene. Yeah. It, it's not great. That. I, I just felt that the bloom was off the rose on Roller Girl by that point. It was well, her hair was. Yeah, she had it, a can I, can it I ask somebody it if you great. hit somebody in the face, square in the face, several times with a roller skate? No, you kill him. That's you that's kill assault. him, right? Yeah, that's assault. <laughs> but yeah, but murdering. Also, this guy had it coming because he's like. Look what your life's become, or something. You hey, made quite a nice knife for yourself. Yeah, hey, dick, dickhead, you were just trying to have sex with me. Like my life is so yeah, bad, but, you. I'm still hot. But, but at that point, no, she she's wasn't. Not. She was not. I mean, and you know there were some razor bumps geez, down there, and yeah. it was just bad. Yeah. She's beat up. In geez, so your thoughts on the razor bumps? By the way, um, if you go to Netflix right now and watch the um, Netflix series, original series, unbelievable. What are you talking about? Uh, this guy in the limousine. We got. We yeah. gotta. We gotta steer off the roller know, girls. <laughs> roller <laughs> girls. Nemesis <laughs> plays a role in unbelievable. It, I was watching the I whole series. I, I, like, wish, Who is that guy? I wish I could tell you. Keep getting I wish Let's I could go. tell you how little interest I had in <laughs> what you just said. You guys well, got to watch unbelievable. Oh Hold on, pretty good series. Hold on. I thought this guy worked on radio. This scene yeah. where they're in the limo is intercut with the scene where Dirk we is in the in, in the cab of the pickup. Yeah, right. It's the best part and, of the movie. Oh, and no, it is in a movie super disturbing. In a movie filled with disturbing scenes, it is by far the most disturbing scene. Well, it's always nice to have a skill you can fall back. But, but it's like welding. He's, he's hanging out. Remember, drive-through banks. He's yes. hanging out yeah. in the drive-through yeah. bank, waiting in the for valley. To come in the I've valley. driven this and street in the valley, and yeah. this guy says to him, "Is this Lancashire? Ma- no, 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 it's Sherman Way. Oh, Sherman Way. Yeah, ma- Sherman Way. Ma- ma- maybe I'll join in later. But, yeah. but jo- join in to do what but exactly? The way to help that, Dirk the way to that, join in with his himself. I don't. I just, no, it's too gonna, much. No, he's watching. He's the way that scene is set. Yeah, where they're in this parking lot, and the the camera comes from behind. Of the back of the the pickup, and you see the the peeled off Dodger sticker, yeah, and then they're inside the pickup, and then the the small talk, sick Toyota, the yeah. small talk of yeah. like, so what are you doing? Oh, were you cold? Blah blah blah, it's and then awful. do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. oh no no, I've never seen you. He okay. knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah. And they start to get into it, right? And then it, it, Travis and I literally text this to each other because I'll say like. <laughs> Yeah. And, and Travis will always respond. Do you want me? I, I'm not going to join in yet. I'll watch for a little while and then maybe I'll join in. That's not true at all, but continue. And then they get into it, right? 
And then he can't get hard because yeah, he's yes. so depressed. And then all well, of a he's sudden, he's also on methamphetamines, probably. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's his, on, his he's on, that, buddies, he's on that carpet shit. His skinhead buddies yeah. come out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know the guy was turned on. Oh, he liked. Cool. Yeah. No, he was. He liked yes, it. He in, in his yeah. Dylan McKay type surfer kid. He's yeah. Yeah. Surfer yeah. Show. yeah, his yeah. Dylan McKay poncho. Like, well, one of us has to watch him jack off before you jump him. He's, he's like, like me. I'll do that. I'll do it. Yeah, fine. I got the truck. I'll do it. I may as well do it. I got the truck. Ed, you've never watched the guy jerk off in, in the camper of your truck, right? Um, so Amber Waves, she gets a custody hearing, and the only reason I bring this up is because Amber Waves' ex-husband is John Doe from the seminal L.A. punk band X. Uh, but Amber didn't really have too good of a plan in the custody hearing, right? She goes in, she's like, hey, no, because I'm here. really dumb. Yeah, she's... <laughs> yes, she is. Um, but, but you have to... Um, you have to agree with the the judge and the father here, John Dell from the Seminole she's LA punk to, band X. She's trying to get custody of her kid. She's uh, she's in the porn industry, and she is a drug addict. And her residence <laughs> her residence is with her porn director. I don't see any judge in any walk of life signing off on on custody there. I mean, I didn't. Of feel course a not. Whole she lot didn't have a plan. There. She didn't have a plan. Yeah, and also. She's like the judge is like. When was the last time you were arrested? And she's like, uh, it had to be pretty recent, right? No, they immediately cut to her crying, sobbing. Yes, she'd been recently arrested. Okay, we got to talk about the donut shop because now this this scene when you when you see him at the case when I first saw this movie, this was the scene that made me feel like very anxious because. He, like Little Bill, he's somebody you're pulling for. Yeah. And I felt like he was definitely getting murdered no, in that no. scene. Buck Swope. So he just had a kid, right? He's or, about to have a kid. She's pregnant. She's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Stay in the she's, car. She's, she's donuts. craving donuts. And also, there's two of them, and he walks in, he's like, I'm going to get a dozen. Is it a yum yum or a Winchell's? Winchell's. Yeah, it's is, probably it, a Winchell's. It is a Winchell's, Winchell's, okay. Winchell's dominated at that time. Detail. Yeah. Um, he goes in, he goes, I'm going to get a dozen. And then he starts getting like big shit. He's like, give me a couple bear claws. And I'm like, there's only two of you. Yeah. That's a lot of like, donuts. I eat, I eat one donut. He's eating for two guys. You're, you want to commit suicide. I have to lay down. He's eating the, classic, for two guys. the classic line when he's looking at stuff is, oh, you guys do this for the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he's looking at the donuts. Yeah. The, the green so and the red thing. He, he goes in and I got to be honest, the um, guy reading guns and ammo in the booth. He's Andy Reid? Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's not, like, super good for a for a gun enthusiast, for a guy that Jay Stu supports with his Second Amendment thing. By the way, what guy is just hanging out in a donut shop, past midnight, bringing guns and ammo? It happens. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy felt real authentic to me. He's hanging out at a donut shop. Most people just get the donut and leave. So, right. He's, right. He's reading a book, and also there's a white guy running the donut shop, and that never happens. But the, uh, <laughs> the whole thing... <laughs> The, it, it, it results in just a fucking brutal outcome. But the thing is, Buck, he sees an opportunity. He's a fucking thinker, this Buck. He wants to have a hi-fi shop, you know? He's, he thinks about his outfit, his look. He, he's going cowboy. He's going pharaoh. Like, he tries things. He's a guy that's got ideas. He sees his bag of money, and he takes it with him. But... It's shocking to me, and I know this is 1983 dollars, but how is it 
that whatever is in a donut shop <laughs> is enough to rent a fucking space, <laughs> remodel. That, that a, bag had hundreds in it. Yeah, yeah. hundreds. It, 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 Who's it, paying for a donut with a hundred dollar bill? Guys, no, no, guys, no. guys, this yeah. is pre-Starbucks. What he net? He netted like, all this. He netted like twenty two hundred bucks. Yeah, but maybe? guess what? This is this is he's, the donut shop he's, was king. He started a business. On Where that? did you go to get coffee back then? The donut shop. Did, no, I get it. I get it. But the, but the, the bag coffee was thirty five cents. Yeah, so it doesn't donut. matter. Anyway. The, okay, the uh, the bag was only this big, there, and now he's starting to shop. There, it, it, look, to your okay. point, Brian, and I agree with yeah. you. At most, in that safe, there's a couple hundred bucks. At no, most. At, at, at most, I'm saying they're selling a lot of apple fritters <laughs> top, all day long. Tops twenty two hundred. Okay, we this we're gone on forever. We have to get to the climax of the movie. Yes. Alfred Molina. My guy. That's my character. Fuck. So it, a movie full of great character actors yes. and everything. The last scene, they just throw in a, a Fred Molina. Oh, Come on. my. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on for a second. Yeah. Are you telling me, Ed, you don't like Alfred Molina? No, he does. No, he's saying. No, I'm saying that. Oh, he's okay. I got, mad there for, I got mad there for a second because it's incredible. He's the best. First of all, they're going in to rob a drug dealer. Todd's plan is not good. We're going to bring baking soda. It's lacking detail. And by the way, I don't don't know from personal experience, but the difference in smell between cocaine and baking soda is pretty stark. Well, this, (laughs) this, and also, this also drives me crazy that the, that baking soda is just powder and cocaine is usually chunks. Yeah, oh. especially at that level, right? Yeah, I, so I, I've read. It's, I'm, I don't. I wouldn't know personally, but if I had seen it, I would know that it doesn't look like baking soda. Uh, but the, a couple of things. First of all, if you're gonna go rob a drug dealer, are you gonna bring a broken down Corvette that doesn't start and is also out of gas? <laughs> but that's because of Becky Barnett and Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. Oh, they took that scene out. They took that scene out. Small Corvette yeah. and Reed Rothschild. Riding in the middle, yes, yeah, good call. It's great, good call. Um, and then Alfred Molina's like, Hey, he's smoking cocaine, which is smoking crack, super aggressive, playing baseball, even even a regular cocaine user like Chris Morales is not not a regular cocaine, even even Dirk and and Reed were like, No, man, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is smoking crack out of a crack pipe, which I've never done for the record. That's yeah, he's freebasing cocaine. So, what's for the scene, sister Christian? It's a amazing oh the, also the tape the oh, tape yeah also he's like this is mix 11 and then they show the mix and it's actually mix six and he's like, and, then, and then it goes from sister christian to uh, jesse's girl and he's like ricky springfield yeah by the way by the way what t-shirt is Cosmo wearing? Oh, I Cosmo. Cosmo. Cosmo is wearing a t-shirt. Cosmo is wearing a little t-shirt that says what? Rick Springfield no, on it. it really? Uh, uh, little known fact, by the way. I'm oh, going to call Ned. The B-sides. Alfred Molina, uh, British, had never <laughs> British. had never heard Jesse's girl 
and or um, Sister Christian. Sister Christian. Yeah. He'd never heard it before he, the, the movie. The, the, or 99 Wolf Balloon. He's heard it. He might not have known right. them. It was not released well. his, in England, he his, says. Of course it was. His his <laughs> his face is all red. He's got a fucking Speedo on. And the whole thing. The, the open kimono. The fucking firecrackers. He's Chinese. Dude. What awesome. is that? It's great. It's so good. So uh, think about it. Like, um. I often I have used this as like an excuse, like a blanket excuse for anything. You could use it in an innocuous way, vague way. Anything that doesn't have an explanation for it, you could just say, he's Chinese. Like yeah. anything. Like why does that guy act the way he does? Well, he's Chinese. Uh, <laughs> like that that like that just explains everything in the world. Um fantastic. The- but you know the real guy. Cosmo? No, no, no. The oh, real guy that Alfred Molina is playing, yeah, he's a horrific human being. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I listened to the uh, Wonderland Murders the podcast. podcast. Yeah, it's, incredible. it's amazing. I mean, he's yeah. a guy who, what? In order for yes. women to get cocaine from him, he would make them lick his dirty after just so, going to the restroom. No butter. No butter. He would make them lick their ass. Wow. What, what no podcast exactly. is this? Wonderland. This is, yeah, it's Wonderland. called the Wonderland Murders. I think. Wondery. Which of yeah, course is is sort of the so the the quasi. Yeah. Follow up to Boogie Nights, yeah. which is Wonderland, which yeah. everything goes kind of bad. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah worse. I think uh, is but a while phrase. but kind while he's it. while he's sitting there, while they're in the process of robbing this drug dealer, Dirk, you can clearly see on his face he has an epiphany. And any, no, no, it's not an epiphany. It's an epiphany. No, no. Yes, I've been, I've been like, there. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, <he's scared. laughs> You're so yoked out. Yes, that you. I mean, not you. This is never not happened. me personally. You, yes, I've been around people. Yes, where you zone out. Yeah. And you're so gone, and that's what they capture, which is brilliant. It yes. is, really is. Yes. It's brilliant that he zones out. I feel and, like he's having an epiphany. Like he's definitely coming down. He's in a pl- he's in a bad place. Oh, he's definitely and in a bad place. He's like, what am I doing in this fucking house? I got the biggest fucking cock in Reseda. It reminds I need to me, show it off. Russian roulette too, right? Yep. It reminds yes. me of that meme, uh, Ben Affleck doing the uh, the interview with Superman. Have you seen that that meme nope. no, where they, they focus in on Ben Affleck Stew. just just completely spacing yeah. out while Superman's describing a movie that did shit in the box office? Yes, it would help if we'd seen that. Okay, yeah. look, look up that meme. Thanks, look it up. Um I'm gonna Google that. Okay, so there. Dirk definitely doesn't have an epiphany. Um, an event. He's pushing the. He's pushing the out of gas vet. He escapes. He and Reed apparently escape. No, no. So this is what's so weird about that scene. Reed jumps over that fence. Well, right. We and never jumps over a hedge. Him there. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna do? Come back for? Well, him? No, I understand. But he run. left like the, the kind of the rules yeah. of the porno business is never leave another yeah. man behind. Did <laughs> do, did Todd Parker get wasted? Oh, Todd got murdered. Yeah, yeah remember he, he got yeah. shot in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, I saw the. I remember the shoulder shot. And then. And when Alfred Molina comes out of the bedroom, he, he ices shoots him, him in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. got it, got Which it. But you would you you imagine he bleeds out. You kinda would hope for that. And for the bodyguard was killed. He's done. Yeah. And then Alfred Molina says, Come here, you puppies. Yeah. Which is always, yeah. No, it's amazing. Always I love that he's running down the street in the valley, fucking blasting it people with a shotgun. It's like a fairly residential neighborhood. It is. Too. It definitely and, is. And there's it was a lot, right? there's lots of gunfire. The and yet there's a lot of time. And then he just kinda goes, eh, and then he walks. Well, back. This was the eighties though. Lots of cocaine but, and lots we're wrapping up here. Dirk, Thank you. Dirk <laughs> is pushing his vet down the street, and he and he's, realizes he's obviously he close. Realizes, holy shit! Um, 
in Jack's neighborhood. Right. I'm home. Um, he's home. And he goes to Jack's house. Yeah. And he knocks on the door. He walks in. And he, he walks says, in. He doesn't even knock. He walks yeah, in. He this says, can you help me? For help. And I then there's the, the help. famous high hug. Yes. In which Jack hugs him, but high. Yes. He hugs yes. him high. He hugs him at the top. Hey, which is weird because Marky Mark's 5'4"? <laughs> well, Burt Reynolds wasn't exactly... But he hugs yeah. him high. Yeah. What, did he, did he run the rock at FSU? In his he had br- got to be decent size to do that, even in the 60s. It was pre-integration. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> in his blue jumpsuit, he hugs him high. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. it's right. an amazing scene, and then... Everything kind of works out. But then for he's everybody. crying on Amber's on Amber's lap. Yes, but Buck gets his stereo store. Right. Roller Girl gets her GED. Right. Which I can attest, not too difficult. <laughs> Reed, he's doing magic. He's doing magic. He's at the Comedy he's and Magic Club a doing magic. Yeah, he does other he's a magician. Yeah. Everything seemed he's to doing work. Like porn magic, right? Isn't yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. a nude part of it. There oh, is yeah, a nude yeah, there's part titties. Yeah, that's a good point. But that, that's magic. Everybody, and Luis Guzman makes an appearance he's, with his success. Yes. Oh yeah, he's got, he's got Rodriguez brothers. But they screwed up with a Q. It's Rodriguez. a Q, not a G. <laughs> Everything worked out for everybody. Once a dad, except for the Colonel. Well, the Colonel's oh, yeah. getting smacked around in yeah. the cell. Yeah, and then the movie closes. We finally see Dirk's hog. And see the member. Pretty impressed. He's cut. He's got a cut dick. So you hear "God yeah. Only Knows," which is amazing. It's the way they drop "God Only the Knows," the most beautiful song ever. And then written. it goes yes. into what? ELO. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a living thing. Yeah. Is, yes. is what it's hits. A, dun dun dun! Right into the credits. Yes, but, yes. Uh, but I, I did learn that um, just recently. I just learned this that you're cut. The prosthetic <laughs> that that he used was literally I'm cut. Put by the on way, too. over I think we're all his cut here. penis. Jay, are you cut? Yeah. Jay Sue? Jay Sue, you cut? You have a Circumcised? Cut yeah. 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 And, and are you cut? Travis yeah, Rogers, I'm cut. cut. Oh, he just cut. nods. Travis, mm-hmm. we knew it was cut. He doesn't, well, he doesn't want anything on tape. Go He's ahead, pretty Jay smart. Sue. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. But I guess the prosthetic was put over his limp penis. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't a prosthetic well, from his uh, navel. Well, how else it would you do it? Yeah. on his actual penis. Yeah, that's how they do it. It's the fucking movies, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm a star. Okay, we got to wrap this up. We've a been going two hours. Star. No, not quite. It's, yeah, a little like over two hours. an hour and a half. Yeah. No, two, it's hours over two hours and two minutes and five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Listen, Ed, don't be a cunt. Come on, don't be a oh, detail guy. I was running in seven hours and 45 minutes. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on for a second. Whose fault is that? Hold on for a second. You're running in a race? Whose fault is that? We got pizza here. Like a 5K? I want to I want to give it up yeah, to these 5K. people, especially Travis Rogers. He probably won't have a career after this drops. I don't see him making any tweets about it. He is <laughs> a great... I haven't tweeted in a year or so. He is a great guy. But he's hot fuck action he to the max. He is a great friend. It is his birthday. Happy he birthday, is Trav. The thanks, guys. Best guy in the Happy world. Thank Travis you. Rogers, thanks for coming in. Thanks, bro. Jay Stu, so many asides. <laughs> really hard to keep things on track, but love having you here. Always welcome. Can I, can I, can oh, I say one gotta thing? Got to talk more. Uh, yep, go on. I mean, typically speaking, when we do these Side movie bar. reviews, we, Side do, bar. We, we do give our final thoughts on the movie, right? Okay, give if yours. I, if I haven't made myself clear, it's the greatest movie ever made. When, it's a masterpiece. When people ask me what my favorite movie is, it tops the list without hesitation. 
It uh, runs the gamut of emotions. It's a masterpiece. When I walk into a movie theater, I just ask one thing. Move me. Like, move me in one way, shape, or form. Holy this fuck. Moves Does the officer call the police at that point? No. Yeah, this, heard, you want to be moved? This moves you in, like, three or four different ways emotionally. Yes. And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson has never done anything better since. And uh, this is, like, the signature movie of my generation. He's a genius. He's a, fan. He's a genius. Chris Morales. So, first, from Brian Vector's first, bar, I just oh pulled out. God. This is a back bottle. It says... <laughs> 2014 exciting new recipe jalapeno margarita by the way this bottle was sealed it hasn't been opened with fire roasted jalapenos all natural cocktail mixer handcrafted in Vermont that's a good drink and then it says non-alcoholic so what is this you mix that with tequila oh boy this is what is in Brian Bechter's bar listen Bechter it was an honor and a pleasure to be here you know what Chris you did such a great job you will I be back though of course you're Ed do you think I will be back of course Sure, yes. sure, but can we end this? I mean, I it's after midnight. Ed, are you pantless bed? right now? Do you have your pants still on? Yeah. That's a good point. Um, no Chris, you're always welcome. You, fantastic work as always. Ed Daly, always, always a pleasure speaking to you. Chris is destroying my wife's flowers. It's a happy, mess here. Uh, oh, happy Thanksgiving. Okay, buddy. We will talk to you later. For Ed Daly, for Travis Rogers, Rattle. for Jason Stewart, for Chris Morales. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 296 of the Ball Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. You want to take it from the top? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. He will rock you. The heat will roll you Baby, don't you know My heat will move your soul Come on, come on, come on, come on Love me today Love me tomorrow You feel my heat Feel, 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 feel my heat I think we should repeat that again Feel, 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 feel Feel my heat Feel my heat Yeah, it's definitely cool Let's lay it down Nick? You wanna lay it down? Are we rolling on the rehearsal?